0: I was a fucking shite away man, oh my god, like she, I remember one time I was arguing with my sister once and then she was run a bath when I was raising, I went in and I fucking pulled my trousers down, shat in her bath. As you go into secondary, that kind of thing, you start caring what people think, that's where all these mad kind of, these thought patterns develop because people are judging you and all that kind of stuff and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm seen as a geek because I was doing no. good at my grades and that kind of stuff. So I just started acting like a fucking idiot when I went into secondary, I just started pure acting out of turn just shouting, bamming up the teachers, then shit like I just try to be funny. Just grabbed him, just start stabbing him with his blade. But it was weird, it was like I was drunk so, I, I kept, I stabbed him a good few times, but I didn't feel like I was stabbing him. Right, I'm in here for the fucking, I remember going back to my cell and it was still in Blair House at the time and we we're sitting down like that, oh, right, i better cosy then. I'm in here for the long haul.
1: JD and we're on. And we're back, darn. Yes, we are. And today we have got Jordan Robertson, Hawaii Five-O, 0. names in Muhammad Ali. I'll tell you I'll tell you, I'll not tell you that, <laughs> Jordan, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you uh, for having us, guys. Obviously, me and Dan are brothers. You just found that out. He's aye, like, he he's like
0: to, each other. I know. are like brothers, think, Jordan. I know. a G- look like, like the fucking double each other. Uh, <laughs> and you're this mad TikTok sensation. Yes, um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm a couple of things. TikTok sensation is probably one of their polite names, aye. But I did de- day de- de- bit about on TikTok, day a podcast, that, done a documentary, just there, man. So I just a lot of fucking bragging rights nowadays. I'm just good. trying to build that ego up, know what I mean? As you <laughs> do, as you do,
1: Jordan. Listen, me and Dan are brothers. I you know, so we always like to get back, to kind of family at the beginning and start your story there. So tell us, what was it like?
0: So uh, growing up, as far back as I remember, I've always stayed in cardonald I don't know if you know, it's the south side of Glasgow. Yes, it's, uh, it's it's an alright kind of area. It's it's got a part, and it's got its, see cardonald It's full of people that only the fair there. Right, it's all cunts that have got a bit of money then went and bought a house there, so they're off in different areas. So my dad's for Govan and my mum's for Royston. Right, funnily enough, my dad's family are fans and my mum's family or all Rangers fans about you? Uh, no, well at the time I would be, well, I'd be a Celtic fan depending on who I was staying with <laughs> Depending on <laughs> in the I, fence d- d- sat d- d- sat in depending on sit in the fence yeah. yeah. I, 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 I was parked in the fence I wasn't sitting there I didn't have a choice I, I, wasn't, I wasn't old enough to have a cognitive decision <laughs> know what I mean so like if you want to stay here tonight, you're being the Rangers tap it, it was bad you know what I mean it was bad <laughs> it was traumatic but uh, once upon a time I was a Celtic fan I was a Celtic I went to the games and that kind yeah. of thing but I fell away for it but uh, as I say again back Far back, I can remember Steigen Cardonald. I'm uh, the youngest. I've got a bra, my sister. My bra, fucking need to edit this out. I don't know their exact ages. Oh, no. Uh, That's my, bra's no fa- ma- my bra's in his 40s. <laughs> my sister's in her, th- her late 30s. She might be nearly 40. Fuck no, is it? she's no nearly 40. I'll go for the younger bracket right, now. Yes, I, mean. I don't yes, get my boss yes, kicked.
1: Yes. But, eh,
0: uh, safe so, aye, so, I was the youngest, you I mean? So, it was me. I had an older bra and an older sister, but I basically had two mothers and two dads, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was a baby of the family. But uh, when I was young, I, my, I used to get called Devil Child, man. And I was a fucking shite away, man. Aye. Oh, my God. I remember one time I was arguing with my sister once, and then she would run in the bath, and I was raising I went in there, fucking pulled my trousers down, shat in her bath. No shit way. Like Jordan. No I used way. to be missing and all that shit, man. I was a pure ADHD, man. I used to run away from my dad when he came to get us to nursery. He'd be like, I'm not going to get him again. You, oh, you, shat all, shat a sister,
1: you shat your sister's bath.
0: Aye, man, and what I, age was that? Oh, eh? Fucking about, maybe about three or something, three, four. I was old enough to do a big shite anyway, because it was yeah. a fucking belter. <laughs> it was like it was that size, man, it was massive. But sitting with the right oh, it was a fucking and see it was one A, that's when I knew it was a fucking weird thing. My mom, like they weren't even angry, see that way, they were just kind of disgusted, that kind of way. It was like they didn't even tell yeah. me half, cause like, what the fuck is wrong with this kind? No way. So I think that was the first sign. So I was always different as a a way in that. And uh, I just it was just a typical childhood, and that, the to day. My man dash split up eventually. I don't really remember that. I just remember one minute I was staying in the house, next minute I was staying in a flat, and I thought it was brilliant, like, yeah, I'm in a flat. But uh, my mum obviously, like, she took on me and my sister, and she a single ma, so she didn't have much money coming mm-hmm. in that, and food and that, that was quite scarce in the house and that kind of stuff my ma was quite overprotective kind of way she used to worry a lot man so she didn't really let me out the house much like, i couldn't really just go out and fucking play with people uh, mm-hmm. because i was away in cause up there i think she thought i'd be running about the wrong mobs. she was just try trying to... to look after you yeah. exactly exactly back <laughs> like, i mean she'd just been a ma or exactly. I mean?
1: mm-hmm.
0: so uh, i did i spent a lot of time in the house uh, growing up and that kind of stuff and uh, i just i used to read a lot and that kind of thing and uh, i as i started getting into secondary school i was really good good grades and that kind of stuff. I was really dedicated. I was a teacher's pet, you could say. Were you? Aye. Ah, I, I, I for was... being that ADHD, way and then being able to sit down and read books. And ah. like that. That's class. Well, that's the thing. It's because I spent a lot of time in the house I just ended up taking a thing with reading. And I think it's because like, I'm one of the people I've got a mad obsessive mindset. So see, if I get into something, I'm fucking all into it. So I think in my head, I go into my head at that point, right? Dane brilliant at school. So I used to look race people to finish my work first. Shit like that. I was doing really good. Then, eh. Uh, and you stole at that, and now, Jordan, do you carry that That obsessive you? mindset? Aye, ah, yes. yes. ah, yeah, 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 right. i aye, aye. I'm no, no, no fucking really good at doing grades that anymore. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I still read, I still, I've started reading again, man, which is good. But... Uh, as I went into the secondary, I was, you know what it's like, you leave primary, you go into the secondary, man, all that, see that kind of wee child fucking mentality, everything's brilliant and all that, that imagination, I gets no doubt, you know what I mean, because you're welcome to the real world, so I went in and I did get a bit of a hard time I went into secondary, just because when I left primary, I was playing Yugo cards and all that shit, I had a pure wild imagination, mm-hmm. I thought this is brilliant, and I went into the first year, and you know what it's like, you go into secondary, suddenly it's just a different ball game. So the fact that you've always been kind of a boy as well, your
1: mum reading and
0: that, then that's a big open world. That's big, the thing, people were, going out, people were going out and, you no, know I mean, they were learning, because you're thinking about with other range. you're learning. Don't get me wrong, I, I could I could go to somebody's house. See, like if it was my dad would mm-hmm. drop me off mm-hmm. at his pals house and i think about with their wains, I could do that, but it would have to be pre-arranged and all that shit with them. Yes. I couldn't yes. just get up and go at the house, which was a bit of a pain in the so uh, if somebody f- if was doing something, let's say if like, his mom and dad was away out for the night or something, then I couldn't go there, so times I would get to the Friday night, then I'd be like, I can't leave this house, and it was kind of fucking, it was like... And you that- See, the thing
1: I- is, so, sorry, Danny, and folk think that isn't it bad just stuck in the house but that can be hard seeing you know, all your, your your mates through the i remember when we were younger and you were grounded again your mum and dad were just trying to look out for you but we we did get out quite a bit there were times when you, when you weren't there and see that stuck in that, that 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 can get to you that can get to you even as a child when you don't think it is you're not getting the the the, the same kind of skills that the rest of the are going to get when they get into
0: secondary school exactly look look interaction you need to interact with people you learn that's how you can kind of grow in that i was spending a lot of time myself my sister she was much older so she could come and go as she please right, so, okay it wasn't as if we were in similar age groups I could hang about with her mm-hmm, I was a mm-hmm. lot younger so my sister bit a lot my mum worked night shifts so if she wasn't out working at night she was in her bed sleeping which is fair enough I no, worked night course. shifts so you're just trying to catch up she worked my nursing home so it's quite a demanding job so there's times i just, I'd, I'd hid my computer, but it was just times I was like, ah, it's like, you get to that point in your age, you get restless, and obviously mm-hmm. I used to be that ADHD when I to go and run about, so I wanted to go out and that kind of stuff, but I did feel like being trapped at the time, mm-hmm. but as I went into secondary, you know, as you go into secondary, that kind of thing, you start caring what people think, that's where all these mad kind of, these thought patterns develop, because people are judging you and you know, all that kind of stuff, and you're like, ah, oh, I want to, I'm seen as a geek, because I was doing oh. good at my grades and that kind of stuff. So I just started acting like a fucking idiot when I went into like second I just started pure... I don't know, I turned just shouting, bamming up the teachers, doing shit like I just trying to be funny so people, was that, so people would... Was, was that just funny. to get
2: attention, you think, maybe? Ah. Because obviously you had that kind of secluded kind of childhood, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aye, that's
0: exactly because I've seen it in school, because at school, when like, you go into secondary, it's, it's like... and you're in primary, you've got your... there's two classes in your year. And you pretty much know everybody, and everybody knows you because it's such a small. It's like mm-hmm. thirty people in a class mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. When you go to secondary, it's, there's so many more people, and obviously you're getting all Fucking, you're getting through puberty, course, and, yeah. that, and you're wanting birds to like you know. But I was seen as like a geek, and that kind of thing. So. I was like, no, I want to get get attention. That was your <laughs> way
1: to change your image, flinging a rubber uh, shout. Stupid yes, shit, just yes. like a fan mm. and just getting some people I, to laugh. I, I, just, I can relate, cause just that's, that's the way I was. I nah, just Same I'm sure we've all done it at some point 100%, as well. Hundred percent, it was a class clown. But that class clown gave me an image, and I, I, I fitted in in that group. That was Jordan. Uh, uh, are you with me? Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, the curse of the
0: name. Uh, Aye, <laughs> <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> so, so when I started getting into year, I kind of just lost interest. I was like, I tell them, mm-hmm. I was like, these teachers, I think I. would Built myself up was <laughs> these, these teachers. These teachers, the they'll like, be leader. all and end all and all. They you know everything. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. A maths teacher just knows maths because they've studied maths. And right, and as you go on it with other subjects, I'm like, ah, oh, they fucking. Cunts don't have a clue, that was my thinking at the time. So I was like, ah oh, fuck this then. Like second year, usually cunts fuck about going to second year, then they start taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. I done it the other way about. So I took it seriously till second year when it mattered going into third year, and I was like, ah oh, fuck this. That's why I done it. serious, they were actually going like to us at some point, like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Like the teachers and that? And I was like, oh, I just didn't give a fuck. Aye, e you're
1: wasting your talent here, Jordan. What you doing?
0: Aye. So as I the, never
1: heard that, I never heard the talent. I was dyslexic <laughs> as well. So I was just I was just lame. I to, don't I was Just you've no <laughs> talent. Blushing it away. You devil. Don't get Who? me wrong,
0: the, 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 the conversations they had were, were, they were small because after that they just get fucking fed up with me and then it was just punishment <laughs> exercises, get out of the class uh, or that shit. Uh, so really how, about- how
2: did that affect you, because obviously your mum knew about this, so how did that i She was, also, was a protective one. Yeah, yeah because you were this child, you'd done really well at primary school, then you went into secondary school that it just went fucking Pete Tom basically. <laughs> I don't think she really had much
0: idea Because I never told her anything, I couldn't. No, yeah. See, you know what it's like with working class families, there's a lot of stresses that and that kind of thing and I felt as if I couldn't speak to them about my problems because I always get moaned at. That's mm-hmm. what I thought is that how I'd felt it, I'd built it up in my head. So I would pretend everything was rosy. But run about that age of 13, 14, first, second year, I was able to go and start hanging about with people. I could mm-hmm. go and hang about but I'd say, listen, I'm going to so-and-so, but I'd leave my own two feet, which was a big thing. But that's when I started thinking about with like kind of gangs yes, and that. So right. was that the gang fighting thing? And mm-hmm, I was like, ah, mm-hmm. this is brand. And I yeah. thought I was the man, no, I mean that kind mm-hmm. of fucking feeling in that. So it was times I'd be like getting taken home for the post and all that kind of stuff for stupid shit. And uh, I think she was starting to kind of notice, then I was just kind of my attitude. She could see it dipped in that kind of thing and a few times with and that and then i remember I actually this conversation with we her quite recently she mm-hmm. did say she was like uh, she would always be honest because she knew i had potential to do yeah, well but yeah. i was just because for me personally i felt as if i was getting my freedom i was able to go and do what i want and i think we go through that it's that rebellion stage you know what i mean we audit so i just went through that period i d- dabbling in a school just drifting through school and that then got to like fourth year Done my exams, I actually done alright in my exams, that's the thing, I, I was still able to do alright even though I didn't apply myself. But I remember I was in English, I was always quite good at English, I think that's for all the other reading I used to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, the teacher fucking hated me because I, I was. I just used to bam it up and that. So she put, back then it was like standard grades, so it'd be like a 1 to 7, like a 1 2, would be a credit, that's your top yeah, marks, yeah, yeah. 3 4 general, mm-hmm. that's midway. And five, six foundation, that's your kind of boatman, mm-hmm. a seven's a fail. Mm-hmm. So she predicted me a five for my like, exams, like my fourth year exams. And I get a two, I get a credit, and I went back into the class. Now, I, I didn't say the words get up you, but that was my kind of, uh, you predict, a five? Mm-hmm. She was like, ah, listen, she's like, ah, I know you've, you sure you've, you've got, got the that? skill, but she's like, you just got not apply yourself. And then <clears> I came back, hers was a credit class. So when you went, I think it's when you went in a fifth year or something, or if you went back after the exams. Uh, you would get put back into that class if you got a credit mark. So by rights, I should have went in that class. So I was like, I am going back for fifth year. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a job, I didn't have an idea what no, I'm I today. You wanted to do. So I to was like, ah, I'll go back you. to school, I'll get some laugh, Another year. i am hear the teachers up. Obviously, fifth year, when it's all serious, people are trying to get like hires and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So everybody's knuckled down. Every kid's matured. Yes. I was still pure, like, immature. So I went back and then she just went like, ah, listen, this is a credit class, but I don't want you in my class. Fucked us at the class. Really? My, my arse didn't even hit the seat. Nah, perhaps this in the next class. and. It was an art teacher and she just didn't like it. Cause I had to piss shoot them, know what I mean? Aye. People were sitting like knuckling down, I'm trying to get a laugh. It's, what, fifth year? Can't you get the blue ties? And the prefect there. matches that? that shite. They're all knuckling down. I'm sitting trying to get a bam up, parked to the front. So fifth year didn't last very long and uh, I get invited to leave. Oh. <laughs> invited to leave well, no, the class. Well, leave
2: to, leave leave the class or uh, leave school.
0: school. Well they say I was just fucking about it and in the mad there's like a pastoral care teacher. Her name is Mrs. Black. She was like, All oh, right, we're no basically tolerating this shit. Like you don't need to be in this school. It's no by-law, you can we can pop you, you know what i mean we don't have to go through a procedure mm. and she says but and she worded it in that way like off oh, you leave uh, you're actually making the decision to leave if uh, you decide see that by just obviously yeah, all that. All that. so i end up just fucking patching it and then she's like oh, "Phone my ma saying right he's he's made his decision he's uh, le- left the school and all no, that I shit.'" so that was me mm-hmm. but i was like right turned 16 and that way, you turn 16, you're like, ah, you kind of tell me what to do. I'm fucking 16. I'll well, no, what I want. Mm, Aye, so that was me going about you. And it was around about that time. I didn't really drink. During my teenage years, I drank once when I was like 14. And uh, it was like a two litre of pulse cider, that's what it was. Fucking horrible. I drank it, I was mad with I was steaming. I can't remember it It was like never again. That's that's yeah. what I was
1: like. I used to I used to get the cider when we're talking and everyone's starts I was steaming, uh, yeah. but just to fit in. But uh, then, uh, then that soon the, the drinks go. I but, uh, pull,
0: pull <laughs> <that> came back. <laughs> yes, that's fucking, what I used to do. That's where the fucking the good acting they all used skills to come through, what I mean. I, for
1: everybody them. in the gang used to then keep an eye on me. Like, my mates, where's he going to the toilet? But you pull now No, no, no. <laughs> I oh, got to help bit. you if you get caught pulling your booze oh, out of the man, man. Fucking yeah. hell. So you are only really a drinker until that, right? Nah, not at all, so,
0: man. And so I used to... When but I was, see the
2: people you, you were you were running about with? Uh-huh. Were they drinking?
0: Well, when I go to, like, into 15 and that, they were, they were starting to drink ah, and I mm-hmm. didn't drink. Cause and I, you
2: were refusing? Aye. Yeah.
0: And I was kind of... Yeah seen as a mad weirdo yeah because i never drank maybe i was a bit of a weirdo in fucking other aspects but with that i just didn't drink i just because i had that one experience i was like oh, never again yeah. mm-hmm. then i can't remember i think it was about 15 and i just thought one week i was like i oh, know what i had some money and i was like oh, fuck, i'm just gonna get a booze it was like a sunday it was pure pushing around there was, <laughs> was never na- na- the I, I, the I remember because it was a na- motivational fact it wasn't na- a sunny day no. na- a <laughs> i had made the plan on like a wednesday i was like oh, fuck it, this weekend and i went out on the sunday i think I think I might have waited a select game this Saturday and I never used to go after that because I had to be home for nine and all that mm-hmm. shit, so it was 15 at this point. So uh, I went and my pal and got a fucking bottle of Buckfast and I remember drinking it and I was just drinking it that full time, like that fucking right it was like see waiting on it just me going that mad pure steaming why not? and then cuts like you better not end up paralytic I'm like, oh i'll be one of the paralytic because i didn't know me mad because i've been mad but <laughs> yeah, once. Yeah. and the one time i was all out of the camp but uh, i drank that and then we just and i just i felt that way i was able to commit my shell meal right. i was able mm-hmm. to be funny how to patter before i was dead quite well, i don't know reserved in that mm-hmm. kind of thing i felt mm-hmm. as if i could be myself mere, mm-hmm. or maybe be what i thought i was being myself so i was kicking about and then get the laugh and then people I was connecting with people there, so the people hanging about me were starting to like me more because I was maybe coming up my shell yes. a bit. More. I was mm-hmm. being more relaxed. Yeah. I was a bit more uptight before, so then I just started getting a drink in that, and it wasn't meant mental. It was just like I'd get a drink at the weekends whenever they was drinking. I wouldn't sit and go and get a drink myself and that kind of thing. Get like I a mad dog, or I'd go through a period drink mad dog and it'd be buck fast, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it would be, it would it would flux you socially. And, just me, your Of I wouldn't I wouldn't ever class it as a problem at any point. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, I was about seventeen. I was I was doing this, just floating through life, just a fucking pure waste. I wasn't even signing on or nothing. Didn't have a job. I was just sitting, fucking staying with my ma, she was on my case about getting a job in that. And i was just like ah, "Fuck you and my head not i mean i was like "I ah, was rebelling of so course I, but mm-hmm. like, you know what i mean you're at that age of left school you're like well i've left school i've just done all that i should be able to sit and i house. jump about with the best boys about here that, so they know the best uh, it's all that uh, and you, know, uh, you know you yes, know everything yeah i know it's so all your lives like ah, "Fuck off and that and then uh, i started kind of seeing this lassie and that's it kind of went a bit tits up. That's another thing. See, so when I start fucking getting into birds see if I space if I like a bird mm-hmm. if I'm into her, uh-huh. I obsess at her. knowing a weird way, just I can't <laughs> stop thinking about her and that shit. Then I find that arguing with my fucking head's fried and all that shit. and It just ends up one of one. So I end up seeing this lassie, and she was toxic as fuck. her he was fucking. Ah, uh, she's like fucking three ways to five guys. It's fucked. Right. It's mental, right? And none of them's yours, jordan <laughs> <laughs>
1: None of them's yours. Nah, yeah. nah, thank
0: fuck. <laughs> fucking so. That seen her kind of owning half, and then I, as time went on, she was just a pure heed fucking that. And then I ended up in a, a relationship, and I quote unquote that because at the time we were, at, we're in a relationship together.
1: And you're still roughly about 17, 18 at this uh, point? yes, yeah, 17, yes. 17 So that was after the toxic one, this is one that you're thinking. No, this is the same, right. One. Right. This is
0: the same right. one. this is the same right. one, right. Ah, so, this, right. so I ended up in a fucking <laughs> relationship with this dad, master. So I, I'm always in a dad, master, right? <laughs> so I ended up what I thought was a relationship and that kind of thing. Then I remembered one night, eh, uh, I was at a party and I was with a couple of my pals. I was thinking about boys that are a, a few bit older, and she was just starting this shit. See, so she would just start, see, whenever I was being nice to her I'd try to, well, obviously be what I thought was a boyfriend to her, she would rip the piss But if I patched her, she would come chasing us. You mm-hmm. see that way, yeah, that mm-hmm. cat and mouse thing. And I remember this night, she was just pure Guinea shit. And then, uh, fucking, I was at a party and I was with my pal and uh, his birthday time, which was this lassie <laughs> I was seeing, sister. So I must explain that right before yes, that, right, right, yes, just because just, yes. just, just, there was a couple of fucking Hingray's descriptions flung in there, I wasn't sure if it was confusing, but uh, so we're at this party, everything's brand new, and uh, I end up going back in a taxi with my pal and his bud. the last ever seen sister, sister. we're getting back to her house, and uh, this last ever seen, she's messages, like, uh, there was this guy at this party, and uh, he told her that I was firing into her sister, which was my pal's bird, I'm mad, wait, and this was the one of the first nights I'd ever took gear.
1: Better also, this was
0: I on well, When I was about 16, I just started taking Eckies. And mm-hmm. I loved a good Eckie, I mean, a wee white that, I used to love an Eckie. Loving I mean, everybody. I remember I, mean, I loved everybody. I've ever annoyed you tonight, mate. Just tell us all oh, that shit, man. Loving it. I hugged, <laughs> hugging, hugging myself <laughs> and that, man. But it was fucking. Uh, I never touched gear of that. I remember a couple of that. I remember taking a line of geared ones. A few older ones when I was taking Eckies. I was like, that's shit, that's no. I was the same, me?
1: by the way, my first level line. I remember it, uh, 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 and, and that's what I thought. I said, This, all the money for that. Ah, crap, man. Aye, because you're used to that buzz. I think it coming on, coming for your toes up. Where aye, uh, I was i was similar to you just when you
0: said that. Uh, here, jordan So The first time I took I it, I wish I'd
1: fucking kept it. Oh, that I, know, I know, I know. Everyone says that. <laughs> they can't
0: enjoy their first line, it's fucking it's mental, man. But, uh Aye, so the first time I took it, was obviously it was during the wee ecchi period, man, and I took it, I was like, oh, that's fucking nothing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I was at this party, obviously I wasn't taking ecchi's, and a guy offered to the, the toilet, and I was like, I gave it, and he gave me a fiver, it was back when it was the crumpled note fivers, so you know, the plastic ones you get nowadays, the <laughs> blood, yeah. 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 Blood on, <laughs> <fibers. laughs> blood on, this is a consul fiver, <laughs> yeah. I have what for fucking, like, the 80s or something. you there, are bits all ripped and all that shit, you're trying to know, and it's like a fucking, i anchor teeth, oh, man. been there, been there. Aye, so I was sitting like that and took it, then, eh uh, as I say, we went back to this house and she's messed me Listen, this guy, He's at this party. He's came back to this house because she was sitting with this guy's sister. So, this guy came back and said to her that I was finally into her sister. So I was like, ah, right, and I says to her sister, as I was there, she's like, what the fuck's you talk about And I tried to phone her? And she's uh, fucking like, I don't care no that shit and all that, hanging up the phone. And I was like, ah, right, I'm fucking doing that, cunt. So I used to carry a blade on us a lot back at the time
2: why why mate why why were you at uh, that time you were uh, carrying a, a a ten, was it the, 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 the the, the ten
0: ten ten was just just a, just a, i've got a blade it's like wearing a no. nice watch a, a social thing like as if he's got a blade I he's got an mm-hmm. inferiority that when you
2: left school or was that even before after
0: after i left school so after i left school and obviously it's the gang fight and that kind of thing i actually got done with a knife long before that we went for a gang fight it was fucking Situation. I was meant to be going in the Dominican Republic, with my ma, my bra, his missies and that, right? And the day before it, I went down, it was Penelie I was kicking about, so that's in the south side as well. And I went down and was like, oh, let's go for a fucking gang fight, oh and I'm like moan. kids c- have been holding out the blades and uh, shit, and I've got a bad kitchen yeah. knife, yeah. <coughs> and I've wrapped a frack here in my head. And we went up, and it's just the daft lands chasing up down the top of the hill, pulling around the corner. Mm. And I've fucking like, that. Fuck! I've I had this big fucking tracky tied with my head. So they've seen me. I'm six foot. Every country else was about five foot some. So they've seen me post. Started gunning for me. I've got the boot done. I have flung this like catch knife thing in a hedge. it's bounced <laughs> off the hedge. In the back, And I have ran right <laughs> round a corner. And then they've just pulled up, chased us, c- uh, captured this fucking us in the back of the motor. And uh, the Kowana callers came back, and because they said they seen us fling something away, but uh, my pal had a lock back, and he threw it in like a garden. So the police went away and they fund this lot back and they were like, ah, he flung this away. And I was like, I ah, was not meat flung it away? been serious because I'd flung an ad-blade ah, yes, away. Yeah. I had the cheek to feel sorry for myself. So I get That's told my life. Mack Binks is there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is an injustice. Free the, free the Cardone and Dwan. But uh, I, for, her, <laughs> for fingerprints. Do you want to find my... Yeah, your so uh, prints, you'll find some else's the on it. Uh, so, eh... Uh I get taken to court the next day, but the next, I, I not able to get. I didn't want to like, fucking get them to phone my mother because I was like, oh, "Fuck, I've got the jail." But mm-hmm. they were looking for us the next day because I was meant to be on this flight, and I'd no idea where I was. So I ended up getting papped in a curfew at that point, and uh, that was around about the, the time I started seeing that mad lassie. So that ended up the way I'd, I had that pure victim complex. You so obviously that way, my mum didn't let us out and that kind of stuff. And uh, I built up my head, and oh, the world's against yeah. me. This pure negative mindset. So I had a cheek to feel sorry myself because I got caught with somebody else's blade. <laughs> so I was I, I don't deserve to be on this curfew. So I never stuck to it. Right, okay. So obviously, after a few bail breaches, I ended up getting remanded for the first time. i done a... Was so sim- that at Pullman? At 17-day remand, I don't know, because I get remanded like... Uh, it was like 17 what days... What wing uh, I was in iona Wan. so it was, it was a remand hall. Yeah. But uh, I was in there and it was like i get remanded because it was like i had a trial date so uh this was 17 days before my trial date so i just went Larry you're the man to a trial but i i had a cheek to take it through trial and <laughs> everything man i was like I was the fucking and you know what? sitting in the doctor like, whose blade was it in i was like, i'm not fucking grass shit like that. Mm-hmm. but um, I, it was my first kind of uh blade and that but i that was a, a mad experience just got a appointment for the first time because i'd watched boys Behind bars you know and all that and and I'd heard about it, but actually, being there, I'm like, fuck, I'm actually in fucking Pullman. And you don't yeah. feel,
1: I remember the first time uh, I was like, I went into the jail, and you don't feel as if you belong there. Nah. Especially a boy like you, like, I'm saying, that this isn't me, I'm the, this is me. I realise now that I don't fit into this life. Well, well... Uh, yeah, I realise that <laughs> it, But I, I, it's realised that But you did that, honestly, did. When 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 you get it, you think, God, I, I run about and all this, but this isn't for me, this isn't this is my, my, my life, these to people are like me. To be
0: honest, that is the kind of light somewhere. Cause it, what?
1: Well... I get that. Go right, tell so me, see, because I always imagine,
0: no, it was like, uh, see what like, you imagine, got to jail. It's full of hardened fucking criminals, yeah. and that. Just it was school, it's I got dubbed. I, like, I, I got dubbed a boy for Royston. His name was Sean Craigan, and his was his auntie, sorry, was pals with my max, My mum ma was fair Royston, and he was pure brand new. He was my age, just heavy sound. And I was, like, ah, right, there's cunts in here that are just like me, but well, just heavy sound. Then you did, obviously, if you had that, windy warrior so obviously it was I, owner of a man full of fucking daft cunts full of madness so cunts would be up all night just bamming cunts up at the, the windies and that. so i pure loved it like, I fucking just ripped, i just ripped the piss out of cunts at the windies, i fucking loved it so i got some laugh at the time i thought it was some mm-hmm. laugh it was mm-hmm. brilliant that fucking i end up the day I was going to court and all like, that, this is fucking how immature I was. The boy next door is didn't have a kettle, and he's like, what well, gives you a kettle if you've got a court?" So I was like, I'm getting it." So I was like, aye, I ain't bother. So I got the kettle and I shat in it, and then I gave him the kettle, <laughs> <laughs> fucked off. I fucking, but I know what happens to the guy I was dubbed up with, man. The guy I was dubbed <laughs> up with, he, he, bo- the he got put in the boat for it, he had to clean oh, it. The guy no, I was dubbed up with. They've <laughs> <have> been raging, <laughs> oh, I get out, so i went to court. I get from <laughs> trial, obviously. Then it just went like, right, we'll just give you CS. So I get out for then and, uh, Ah, yeah, as I imagine said, you were going up the stairs to see someone who got haunted you for seven <laughs> a <Saturday, laughs> okay. Mate, I started greeting, <laughs> and I started greeting, mate, and I started greeting, cos I like, ah, I'm outside <laughs> here, swaggering out, man. Ugh. Just like, fucking gaff, humming a shite. But, uh, I so, fast forward a bit, I got for that time, that was my first kind of stint in, but I was kind of like, oh, look, I've been in the jail, it's like, I know what I'm getting back to.
1: Was, was this, sorry Jordan, was this while you were still going with that bird or is that...?
0: So I'd kind of started seeing at this point, I get the jail in that and that's when I realised she was busy any good. She was trash, man, because she was just i gone with my pals and ah, shit yes. when I was in there. Mm. And there's no as there's no as in a relationship where at the time, but you must is, have
1: cared about her because you, you you felt hurt enough when you were getting accused of going with an Earl Bird to want to do a guy for well,
0: that. Was, was, so this thing with the knife, this happened like a period before that, so say this was about August, this happened mm-hmm. with uh, me getting killed with a knife, got a lot of yeah, for the first yeah, time, yeah. so fast forward to, like a couple of a month later, this is going into the January 2010 when I'd kind of started to end up in a relationship where so I take you back to I was just going back into this house with my pal, uh, his missus, which is this lassie's sister. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they were going in and obviously she's saying this guy saying you're batting into my sister. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, I'm doing him because I'd a blade on us." So in City Bonus, if I never blade on us, I went and got one because I was just yes, that mad. That what it was, you. I think she just annoyed me to a point where I'm like, somebody's getting it. Mm-hmm, so yeah. mm-hmm. I walked into the gaff, it was literally just around the corner for the house. I'm banging the door and that kind of stuff. And then her pals came to the door, and I was like, tell her that fucking prick to come out here and <laughs> that. And she's like, listen, go away. She's kind of laughing, because she knows mm-hmm. it, I'm not a bad cunt, you know what I mean? So he's came, he's ended up appearing it, And then I'm like, fucking get out here and that. And he was like, what are you talking about? Actually? I'm like, you're fucking saying this and that. Then it was a appeared back and forth. And he was like 21 at the time, I was 17. And he's just ended up, he's had enough, and he's like, oh, I'm fucking punching this cunt in. So he's floating, cracked us. And the minute I've just grabbed him, just stabbed him with his blade. But it was weird, it was like, I was drunk, so I, I kept i stabbed him a good few times but i didn't feel like i was stabbing him i feel like i don't know i was I, i'm not getting him i yeah. don't know i thought mm-hmm. it was because i hadn't stabbed him therefore mm-hmm. so i didn't know i thought it was this big dramatic thing you yes. go oh, ah yeah. my god yeah. like, see, you seen the films uh-huh. mm-hmm. so uh i'm stabbing him and the blade that's shutting in my fucking finger see i've got a scar cut of scars there so it's shutting yeah. i'm opening it while he's punching me about and i'm fucking and uh i remember just stabbing him then i was in mid swing and he like, collapsed and the blade caught him in the face and it just dragged right down and see that way you imagine chalk and a chalkboard was, like, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. horrible man he's mad jumped in front he's like that's enough and i've kind of like, looked at my hands covered in blood i had a blade in my hand and then the pal that was at the door saying listen go away she's like you just stab him she started greeting i'm I'm out of here off around the corner ditched the blade in our garden and back up to the house wash my hands and just get mad with it didn't think anything of it and what
2: happened after that
0: so the Blassie, I was in the relationship at the time, she's phoned us like, ah, what the fuck did you do that for? And I was like, ah, you said I was firing into your sister. And she was like, ah, he was kidding on. But like, ah, I knew that. And I was like, ah, you kidding fuck us shit. on. So she'd made it out as if he was being serious and made to me, but he was actually kidding on. So I went down the front for nothing. So uh I've just went back in that cunts a lot, But the fuck? But we just, just got on, mate. I mean, I didn't really take it seriously at the time. Then uh, I went home and I remember waking up the next day and I was trying to convince myself oh, I just started the cunt as if it was like a pure, a, 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 a pride thing but seemed same, mm. deep down I was like, ah, what the fuck did I do that for? It was like, See, I was just
1: trying mm-hmm. to make it, mm-hmm. look back then in yes. that uh, mindset, you think it was brilliant. You try to put your mind in with your pals, however, you're in their your house and you've still got this young boy that doesn't what to be doing <laughs> and shit like that, deep down, uh, that is not you. Uh, I definitely. And, uh, so
0: you're trying to, I'm uh,
1: what you, I I think
0: you hear stories like, oh, this cunt's a mad bastard, he's done this and that and you're thinking, I'm thinking, well, I've done Bravado that. It. But mm-hmm. at the same time, and I was sitting for I, a badge. I, was, I was just trying, I was keeping myself on, and a few days later, the cars came through the door. I jailed this man. The Did you att- get fully,
1: rem- fully committed? I uh, charged with attempt, mm-hmm. murder, attempt murder.
0: 17, eh?
1: Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> Let's take that back, by the way. So you're 17, right? Mm. You're in a cell, you get the <laughs> note in the door, listen, you realise, fuck, I'm in here for attempt murder. Mm hmm what is the feeling what's running through your head at this point
0: jordan by the way i didn't really know it's one it, see when i went in when they interrogated us right this is the first time i did a police interview yes with the it's tape so i all that shit. so i thought i could outsmart them so i made up this cotton and bull story mates it's no comment it. i made up this story saying he came at as with a blade oh I off rigmarole, rather I off
1: off rigmarole rather than no comments defended scenario.
0: myself and all that shit. i'm like ah, no i'll talk my way out of this fucking buried <laughs> myself made, book? buried myself one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, of the books you used to read you I, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> He's done this good cop bad cop shit, and I literally must have given him the easiest shift they had that week, honest to God, man. So I, I get charged with it, get it mandated, cause my previous with that knife, mm-hmm, back in mm-hmm, August, cool Near yeah, yeah, bail, yeah. so I went back up to Pullman, and I was kind of like, and uh, at this point, uh, all the under-18s had moved into Blair House, so this mm-hmm. was a kind of under-18 hall, mm-hmm. so I moved into there, and I was like, ah, right, I take it murdered, but it never really, I don't know the seriousness it, never sunk in, I was like, okay, I'm get maybe a year or two at this a uh, two year or something like that. that's what I was thinking like, my at the time. Then uh fast forward. Obviously that lassie that I was seeing, she'd fucked off. She ended up getting pregnant in our cunt for even get fucking up got my nightmare, no I mean <laughs> <laughs> she didn't fuck a bit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she did not <yeah. laughs> Nah, she fucked, man. She was up the for before my fucking court papers were up, man. Uh, it was mental. So uh but I'd kinda like that ah, right, I just thought fuck it, it never really affected me that much because I think I just thought I've got much more fucking bigger fucking fish to deal with, you know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, when it was going to court, uh, I went to the high court. So at that point I got a QC and they will explaining the process. Uh, yeah, mm, so mm. I was, it was a, a big, a, a serious case. And he was like, oh, right, the QC, his name was Tommy Ross. He came and seen, him. he's like, oh, right, what do you expect? What do you think you'll get for this? And I was like, oh, maybe about fucking two, three, four years maybe. And he's like, I'll be honest with me. He's like, you are looking at about a six or a seven wow. fucking bottom? And I was like, oh, that's when I kind of went fuck. That's when I kind of realized I was like, I'm fucked here. So, as I'd said, I had a lot of statements, I'd been stuck in left, right and centre, and plus I'd stuck my cell in, so, yes. so he's like, trials, no looking good. So when it came back, they dropped it to an assault with severe injury, permanent disfigurement and danger of life, which is basically... Did that the,
1: you dropped to your summary then, or was it still no, high No, no, court? no, it was still high court. Right. The mm-hmm. only reason,
0: see, when I attempt murder, they need to prove you tried to murder somebody. Right. Yeah. Whereas, assault severe injury, permanent disfigurement and danger of life, it's right. basically mm-hmm. the next step down, and next step, it's just the, bad right. as bad right. as I, yes, I, I, yes, I attempt yes. murder. So I went up and I just, I uh, ended up pleading to it, and uh when i went up and get sentenced it was the day after i turned 18 so it was the 10th of june i turned uh, 18 and the ninth, and i went up and i got four and a half year so i uh, four and a half year with uh a two year extended so basically i would four and a half year i would day three year at it and then rather than been out in license for a year and a half i was in license for three and a half year right uh, so i go that and i was kind of right and see because i'd been on the man for five <laughs> months i kind of I was kinda glad to get it done, because by that point I built it up right. I could be getting a seven here, I could be getting this. So when four and a half, the the QC kind of prepared this for it. so so
1: the listeners know, when when you go so when you've done your five months remand, Uh and then does that get taken off your sentence then? It gets backdated. So
0: rather than so say I get four and a half a year in June. Or July, sorry, it was July. So uh uh, was it six months? It was June, sorry, right, I'll say it again. So when I get sentenced in June, I pled to it in May, so it was uh, June the 10th, so I'd been on the man for five months. Mm-hmm. So basically the sentence started for the January, for when I first got remanded. Yeah. So the 10th of January was the date they were classing it, so actually you yeah, got your back date. It, so dude, my date mm-hmm. was uh, 10th of January 2013. Mm-hmm. So when I went back, I was kind of like, right, hey, I'm in here for the fucking, I remember getting back to my cell and it was still in Blair House at the time and we we're sitting down like that, hey, right, I better get cosy then. I've been here for the long haul. It's like wow. Back then, 2010, 10, then like in 2013, it was an odd number to say. Cause it, it's like, no, no, if you're talking about 20, 26, you're like, you don't think about it, it's not on your peripheral vision. Mm. Back then, I just I couldn't really see it. So a week later, I turned eight, I, I turned 18 by that point. So a week later they fired us up to the over 18 So that was Iona 3. That's where all the long-termers were, that's like all the lifers the big boys saw mm-hmm, well. in yeah. that. So I went up there, and that's when I my sentence really kind of began. And uh, I still had that kind of young guy mentality, and see that immaturity mm-hmm, I talk mm-hmm, about, that kind of stuff. And that's where it get kind of ironed up me because that's like you older older older, are doing longer since they can't be asked for that no, shit. Yeah. And uh I, I say I, I take a lot for being in there, man, because I did learn a lot about maturing and just fucking life and shit like nice. that. Like life it. skills. Because mm. if you're in your group of people you're mm. hanging about for the scheme, they only know what really what's But they've only learned what's going on about them. Like these are Mm -hmm. people from all different walks of life, and that obviously you get the screws and that. You've got many opportunities to kind of grow if you choose them. So I remember just been sitting at one point. I was like, "Ah, right, I've got enough few years in here. I was like, "Ah, (sighs) right, I may as well fucking just. Hammer the gym and have something to show for it. I wanted to go out and be massive because people weren't going to see us for a few years. I've mm-hmm. mm-hmm. gone back to I want people to see the me. Ego yeah, the ego, the yeah. ego. So I, I credit myself with that because, as I say, I had a pure negative mindset <coughs> back then. But I'm thinking, well, that was quite a positive way to look at things. Like, I'm not going to waste this time in here. I'm going to at least get something with it. So I started pure just smashing the gym, man. Hitting the gym, eh, worked in a couple of mad jobs. I worked in a guy like, job in like the plumbers. It was like we plumbers walk partying uh, that. Fanny the bit in there. Got a job in the barbers. I cut hair for ever. I. Aye. you? Yeah. Ah, I cut <laughs> hair for ever, man. I was fucking. I enjoyed that because I wanted to be the Nicky Clark appointment. Know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was like, I was. I was. I, I was. Shite, <laughs> right. was sh- oh, I was shit. You had a shot in the short and short, did I you? No. I get that cut of haircut, man. Saying crack them, but. <laughs> oh my God! Know, Ay, yeah. man, it fucking us something. It was a mad right. So I went. Up, I was shit at cutting hair at first, right, and then. <laughs> the very first guy I go, I get a haircut it was a guy for governor, and uh, it was like and he was, it was, it was cutting his hair, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And uh, as I, I fucking as it be going on, he's telling me he's like, I oh, I just got my ID and that, my man and that just get their ID sorted. I've not seen them since I've been in. My man, my me, bra, and I'm fucking this cunt's hair up and I'm like, ah, shit. I've had to get the barber to come out and fix it, and all that man, and I felt terrible. So as time went on, I eventually got better. And I'm like, I can't say i be queuing up waiting for me to cut their really? hair. And they eventually did, which became a pain in the ass because I was like, this brutal, because you're not getting paid any extra, you're just getting paid yeah. seven quid a week. You know what I mean? So for, mm. imagine I've got like a barber, it's you always So one day, this guy came in, and I was cutting his hair and that, and uh, I'm like, where are you fey? and all that stuff, and he's like, I'm fifty Hamilton and that, and I'm like, do you know so-and-so for Hamilton? So I used to go to the gym fey, in my whole where i cut a boys for Hamilton, and he says, I know any boys, he's like, I'm actually in, a fucking battered his... Uh, nephew at a golf club. I remember this boy talking about it. I was like, oh, "All right." And I'm cutting his hair. Then I started that ego thing. Then I was like, oh, f- "Am I gonna? I can't get back to this hall and go and do a workout with him if I've just cut this guy's hair?" Like mm-hmm. it's not. A, I, I just something in me. I was like, oh, nah I had to." I felt yeah. like I, was, I had to act. So, but I'd been getting my haircut, been all right with him. So I was like, oh, "Right, I need to do something." Something. This is going on in my head whilst I'm cutting his hair. So I'm like, oh, "Right, what the fuck? they I do?" And then I was kind of like, "I'm going to punch him." And i'm like all ah, right so i'm cutting his hair so as i'm cutting his hair i've started kind of getting wee digs in at him so you can i prepare him just i have tried to build myself up today so i'm kind of trying to get a bit cheeky <laughs> whilst i'm cutting his hair so i eventually finished cutting his hair then i was like, all ah, right me and me i've got some shampoo for you bagging shampoo and all that so he's walked in his hair soaking wet he's washing his hair and i've shouted him in the toilet the toilet's a fucking bottle of- this is the-, the width of the toilet i'm adding that's the toilet pan there that's the door so i showed shouted him into this toilet and he's like, ah. pure buzzing, his haircut. i just turned around, went bang and cracked him. And it was like, ah, I've never seen somebody look more fucking shocked in my life. I was shocked. And, <laughs> yeah. and then all the cunts that were cutting the earth, all stolen, were looking. And then he's kind of like that ah, and walked out and tried to run out the barbers and all that, man. and... Aye, and you know, fucking the screws. What the fuck's going on that man? But uh, that never came here. But at the time it was Is they like, still like to cut hair after it? Ah the uh, cut's haircut was a belter or not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gave him a pure good haircut in him. it must have been like that, ah, not around for a bird. Yeah, can I can't attack next time, <laughs> 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 But I, I think I get sacked for like a week and then broke back. Because as I said, I was a nicky Clark appointment, man. You can't sack sacked the talent. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> eventually I get sick of cutting hair then i got a job working in like the pass so in the hall it's called the pass man you go opened up all day you get to serve the dinner so you get all the extras all that shit. now I, I was liking that man so i got that actually it was a funny story with that as well so the boy i was taught about for hamilton i was probably he was mm-hmm. on the pass right so he'd a phone and uh he also had roids, steroids so mm-hmm. i was into the gym at this point and i was like all ah, right i about to get one of these roids and that so he's like ah, right, i'll get him for how much so i had no money to my name so Obviously in the jail phone, you can't speak about this shit because they listen to yes. the calls. So he's like, I'll give you a shot of the, the phone if you want to go and get a hold of somebody. So you'd get nights she would have wreck, which is recreation. So obviously would be opened up for pool and all that kind of stuff. She would only get it every second night. But see, because it was a long-term haul, they gives you a bit more privileges in our house So on the nights you didn't have wreck, you could get somebody in that was on your side, into your room for, mm-hmm. for the period mm-hmm. right. duration of rec. Yeah. I've got you so one of his pals was a few dollars down for us, the boy Harmon. So uh his pal with his phone he's uh, I right, used to just get a dub up and he can you can use the phone. So I've got it and I'm phoning my mum asking for money with fucking steroids and that she's like what fuck off don't was the bolt that but he's ended up fucking I'm, I'm phoning cunts pure like that. I was like 18 at the time, so I'm like, ah, I'm sitting in a jail on a phone and all that, as if i boy again Got a shot at somebody else's phone, that like, like I'm the kid, you know what I mean? <laughs> so he's ended up just going like that, right? The, the boy whose phone it was he's like all right just you keep that in there other night and i'll get it after you tomorrow something like that sound so the next day but well, i was meant to be then see you would do programs in there so uh see you when you're doing a long-term sentence you can apply for parole so a long-term sentence back then four and a half year you would do two thirds which is three year right but you can apply for parole and get out halfway through your sentence in order to do that you need to complete like, uh offending related programs so Basically, look, they look at your offend behaviour and you need to, they work to address it. In order to just to show you how to do it. Classwork, i.e., yeah. people, yes. Uh, that the, kind of the, stuff, the right? and stuff. So yeah. I was doing yeah. one called Constructs at the time, right. which is decision making courses, right? So I was meant to be going to that in the morning, never got open for it. And I hit the intercom, I was right. like, I oh, was going on with this, and uh, the route, the route basically, you know, it's no running around, we don't know what's going on. And I was like, ah, this is fishy as fuck. Something and then I'm down. sure I heard, I was like, ah, I thought I could hear like dugs walking, I was like, ah, shit, they've got the dugs out. So I just immediately I went I had a big bag of protein that hadn't been opened. I grabbed the phone, it was under my bed. Now I put it under my bed at first. I was like, ah I was see that I was Because right it's a bed, it's, it's it's a math, it's like this, it's <laughs> like I'm like, ah, what the fuck did I put it? I see that white shit in it. And I seen this bag of protein, I was like, ah, fuck it. I grabbed a bag, put the phone in the bag, ripped the protein open and just stuffed the fucking right, and phone the into the bottom of the bag of protein, yeah. shut it, Some and problem. just sat. About 10, five, 10 minutes later, doors opened, fucking two dugs and two screws like that, we're searching all the halls, searching all the, the rooms, so we're going to search your room you. and hear he I tell about, it, like nothing, and they've went and searched it, man, so I've, I've been, they, they sit you at the door and they, they go through everything, man, and this was, I was looking about and like every cunt was out in the hall they'd fucking, there was like about 30 handed screws searching the full hall, I'm like fuck, looking at cunts, man, cunts are getting caught with all sorts, and i seen them, and they've searched the room. And uh, it was a woman, and they had a wand. One had a let's see, a metal detector wand. Mm-hmm, uh, aye. And one didn't have it, so one was doing the search and one was wanding. So my bed was at this side, and uh, like my unit and that was on that side for where I'm looking in. So the protein bag was there here, but the guy with the wand was going on the left side, and the right. one the one was going on the right. <laughs> yeah So the woman <laughs> in the right, without the wand, has got to the bag of protein. She's looked at it, and I'm staring at her, and she's shaking it she's shutting it, shaking it about, looking at it again, shaking it, she's going through the thing. Yeah. And I was just waiting and putting her horn and pulling it out. Eventually shook it a few times, shut it and put it at the side. Yeah. And then uh, obviously they've ended up meeting in the middle and uh, the guy with the wand, he's better to go and She's like, ah, no, sorry, I've done that side and they've just turned the, ro- turned the room, left the room, put me back in the room, shut the door, and I was just like, ah, what the fuck has just happened there? My I'm room, thinking the house you know fun it, but when you're shaking a bag, the heavy things go out the bowl, yeah, and, yeah, it, and the yeah, pooders coming up through so that. You know,
2: like, ah, yeah, it was, it was a full bag of protein,
0: full, so uh, uh, that's, just, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. so it was quite no a lot. The only reason, no reason I had it was to stash a phone in it, No, know what I mean? It was just pure luck. I was sitting in the room kind of like, ah, my fucking room was upside down, everything was everywhere. I was like, ah, did that just, I was waiting on them coming back in, going like, ah, I think we didn't see that. So, and I've eventually been opened up, and turns out, see the boy that gave me the phone, he'd two ounces of hash under his pillow. He got caught with it. Yeah. So, he was on the pass. Mm-hmm. Most of his job, they came and opened my door gave gave <laughs> yeah. so got, oh, yeah. no. and gave me his And he you his jokes, and his phone as well. <laughs> okay. so Imagine you'd been caught with his phone. <laughs> oh, no, had been caught with it too. So I was actually at this point in my sentence, <laughs> so I, had, I was waiting to get my low cat. So, it's like a, a, uh, you, when you get sentence, you're a high cat. Mm-hmm. so your uh, high category it's like basically deemed a high risk so when you get your low cut you can go to like a mere like privileged hall you can look to be getting home leaves and that kind right. of stuff mm-hmm. and so within a uh, I, I think it was like, the month before i was like expecting to get my low cut this happened so i was shiting, shiting it mm-hmm. so i was that like hard work. somebody's looking after me so i went and tell him and he was like no fucking way but he was kind of glad i still had the phone mm, of course so uh Eventually, to have a job in the past and that—that's uh, how I got that. Then about a month later, I get moved to. It was called my no free, so it was like a top end, it's called. So I get moved over there, and for then on, like it starts your pre- uh, preparation for the lease kind of thing. So I ended up getting a job in the gym, which was like American a kind of privileged job and obviously I was in my element because I was right into the gym yeah. and you would only get it at certain days if you were on what like, certain halls so, once I got that job in the gym You I in all the time? I had there my running jogging. place, I had my wee fucking uh, rota and all uh, that wrote up in every muscle group twice a week I was loving it, I was buzzing and then uh, I started getting a thing called SELs so that's uh, secure Escorted Leaves so basically, two look Reliance or two G4S it was Reliance at the time they would take you out to your house and you'd meet your family and that for like two hours but you weren't cuffed so you we were trusted with that so I used to go and uh, obviously I'd get my pals to come up, and not. Yes. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't go pay empty handed you know, I mean, let's just say that. You'd be, you'd be walked back, but uh, uh, John Wayne. I'd be <laughs> <looking> back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I done a good cut of that, and then uh, I eventually, see that way, I just, I've got a fucking, I had a pure issue with authority at times. It, pff, most of my life I think it stemmed from obviously my ma been Go a off. bit the authoritarian Overprotective. figure. Overprotective, yeah, yeah, yeah you, got like you mis- mis- totally right. yes. So uh, in this hall, see, because uh, it was a mere privileged hall, the screws kind of did tend to rip the piss a bit more and just kind of laid down the law a bit more and I didn't like it so I ended up clashing with this guy, he was a screw right, but he was like a bent screw, it was funny, it was like, see, I say bent as in like corrupt, so he was like a kind of corrupt screw and eh, <clears throat> like for toxic. When I first went up there, uh, I was in a double, a double room, a double cell, dubbed up with somebody. I hated that, right? I hate, in with people, I like my own space. But you get single cells, so you can get in one, but you need to put your name down the list, because there's people that have been in double rooms before you that have obviously put their name down, you need to wait in them.
2: Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm.
0: this guy... If you gave him a couple of bar of chocolate, he'd bump your name up the list. Okay. So I went and sorted them out, gave him a couple of bar of chocolate, and he put us in the cell and all that kind of shit. Did I they call
1: him fat, Damn? He
0: <laughs> wasn't even fat, kind of was wiry as fuck. And then I think yesterday is like, I used to sell the biscuits, right? In the house, so I, I, I had like a big, it was like a bed box you put under your bed and it had like 40 packs of bourbons, custard creams, you get like two for free back and all that shit. So I was punting the biscuits. But in that hall they'd stalked people for doing that kind of thing, cause people were running up bills and then going into protection. Like running up a fucking Wait, you chocolate. free penguins. But you couldn't make it up, swear <laughs> to God. So you had to be heavy sly about putting the biscuits and yeah. the chocolate, because you had one Quite guy had, biscuits. one guy had the tobacco shop, one guy had the chocolate shop, I had the, yeah, biscuits. the biscuits. Aye, so I had the biscuits and then he tippled it once and he's like, I fucking you're nobody doing the biscuits so it squired me up. So I had to pay him like a fucking tax basically, mm, I didn't even mm, cut a couple of packets of biscuits yeah, yeah. to punt them so this is the kind of shit that went on right, wow, so eventually but wow. I, I felt he was a bit a bit, a bully at the time, well, I say a bully, he was mm. the kind of one that would be he would do shit obviously as you see, he's kind of a bit corrupt in that aspect, so he would do things that you're like you can't do that, you're mm-hmm, a screwing mm-hmm. that, but he didn't get a fuck, <laughs> so I didn't like that so uh, I'm like we're the criminals here, no you, you <laughs> know <laughs> what I mean, so I ended up clashing with him a few times and then it was one of the ones, it was like, it was looking like he, would, he wanted to do it the hall. So I remember one night I was playing FIFA and I was, I'm a fucking, honestly, God, I'm a chill guy with a lot of things. See with FIFA, I'm a savage. I'm just, I'm shite at it, but I'm no shite at it, the game's fucked. One of the cunts. Yeah. But I mean, the game's shite, no me. So I remember getting beat. A bit fe- like my
1: boy, Jordan.
0: Uh, oh, I, mean, it's, it's, I, think, I don't know anybody that's <laughs> cam at FIFA. If somebody's cam at FIFA, they're a serial killer. There's something underneath the floorboard.
1: Honest to God, man. Some of the states that the Wayne's get in with the games now, man. Oh, you were one of them.
0: T- some a rage that I had a demonic rage, mate. So this one night I was playing it. So in this hall, they had like an Xbox out in the hall. They'd have like a telly on a trolley. And you could play it out in the hall, but you couldn't take it back into your room and that was just for wreck. But you'd wreck every night because you were opened up all day and that's all so I was playing uh, like FIFA with somebody and I get beat and I was raging I jumped up and I like kicked the side of the trolley and like fucking I stomped back in my room and uh, I didn't know what like, one of the screws took a note of it and put it in like my fucking notes against my name mm-hmm. next day I woke up the screws came in like oh, you're getting papped at this hall slammed the door packed us at the hall I was raging man took my lamp and all that half me shit like that. it was they came up your team handy and I was it was that time Miko. Now, so I was like oh, you're fucking bastards so I get papped out so my outside my SELs going outside and that that all get taken away for kicking I get, take, kicking sucks, I get flung, flung out the hall because I two, you get three strikes mm-hmm. and I had two strikes for fucking something dark I can't mm-hmm. remember what it was pardon me uh, so I get packed out lost my job in the gym everything back way. on my ass ended up back up I own a three in that then uh, I think it was like a three-month period and you could, could uh, try to go back up so I ended up seeing in t- the gym and I was like oh, I'm just shoot cons and all that kind of thing man so I ended up back up the hall eventually Good. And uh, it restarted my progression. I got my job back in the gym. Oh, what a rigmarole to get that! I had to do fucking complaint procedures, all that shit. But I got it, so I was glad I was back to where I was. Then uh, it was coming up for my parole date, so I was, I was kind of, I was hoping for parole, but at the same time as well, it was like. See, cause in there, see we parole. So you're 20 at this point,
1: 21? 19, 1920. 20, 20, uh, 20, 20, right, 1920. So, so still
0: quite young, no you yeah, I mean? Of course. So uh, I was going up for parole and that, but back then it's like, there's it probably still the same now, you need to be getting home leaves, you need to be able to look right out in the community in order to get mm-hmm. parole, which mm-hmm. is fair enough, No, yeah. I mean? They're not just going to mm-hmm. release yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's when i started my scl's back again that nah, getting out there uh, i got not back for parole so i was like expecting it but only till, like eight months ten months till i was getting out anyway so in my mind after been in a few years i was like ah, this is i'm soon yeah yeah I was so i ended up getting an outside work party so that was basically a job outside at falkert stadium so uh football stadium. stadium man well, it was like facilities fucking mm-hmm, maintenance mm-hmm. or some shit like that but it was good man i yeah, went really? out and uh, you would work like one week early shit, so eight to fucking three or eight to two and the next week, you would work like two to eight. So I was like, in my, like I was walking about. Like, they just dropped you off at the front door and you just yeah. wandered wow. about. Mm-hmm. So, times I've d- obviously, after about a week, I was fucking off to the shop and that because you couldn't re- leave like the vicinity of the stadium. But, they be you were me. just pushing yeah. like, ah, rebounds.
1: Like, you weren't
2: tagged there or anything like during no? that kind of period now. You, you right, can no? literally, for,
0: uh, there yeah. was a guy that worked there before me that used to go for sunbeds and all that and haircuts. <laughs> cunt used to move a haircut and come back! Well, I mean, a fucking silly bastard. He, he ended up getting caught with steroids and all that in his locker. One of the cunts just, I talk about me getting too cosy, this cunt was chilling, man, you know what I mean? So, I so ended up... beds come back! Wait, <laughs> <But laughs> you did they dead for you weeks Before you in a Falker Stadium! No like, <laughs> say where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> they must have just not turned up oh, like that. Yeah. Cunt yeah. came mm. back with haircuts and all that, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, a cunt clearly didn't give a fuck. But he ended up getting caught, he... He, he was, he was full of steroids, right, so he ended up getting the, like, jags wrapped after this his mm-hmm. work so he was jagging his cell and came back to the jail, yep. pure hens. of course. But he ended up putting him in a locker, there was, like, a row of lockers, right, there's, like, fucking 40 odd lockers, and he just happened to choose the locker that the boss also used. Wow. So it was an empty locker, but he's put it in, but the, the boss obviously went to use it, and fun all this that shit, all. stuck him in. So uh, I've ended up, good, I think that was his job I got in fact. Well, i have been. So, uh, but I haven't and see bonus honest at first I was kinda bored at my night. I was like, ah, really, it's good, but but I'm like, what can I do? So no long it didn't take long for I got a hold of a phone. So I got a phone and it. Uh, I I got up to some shit I didn't basically I ended up getting steroids as well. So I ended up with a couple uh, of hundred D balls. I don't know if you know them, it's like yeah, five blue ones. Yeah. Aye. So <laughs> I was taking aim they just, that,
1: sorry, the the say that D ball was like Russian athletes used to use D-ball Well, that's uh, why folk like bo- doctor, uh, boxers and athletes still still use that type of steroid uh, it's I was, oral isn't it you uh, uh, can't, uh, 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 it's an oral I, like, I remember
0: watching something about uh, it was this uh, Russian weightlifting squad it was it Russian it might have been Russian it was what that kind of the world. Aye, and yeah, they were yeah. taking like 300 a day and you know, all that shit man they were taking it like, for the fucking Olympics <laughs> and that then they were they were clearing out their bills and then trying to fucking hide in mad shit to pass the test it was mental yeah. so I go to these and obviously a high dose of these is like Five a day, fifty mm-hmm. milligrams. Nah, you bought your way up to them, the, so and mm-hmm. immediately I was gobbing fifteen at a time. What? I, I was, like, I'm like, I might get solid, but I, I mean was you drink loads of water with them as well, ah, man, because they kill your kidneys. Well, oh, that's the thing as well, man. I was, I was gobbing fifteen right, and then I was gone for a shite, and then I was like, "Ah fuck!" I just <laughs> shut them out. <laughs> okay. I was like, gobbing half yeah. fifteen, just mental. Just I ended up at one point, I, I developed this mad cough I was like, coughing. <laughs> like, Ooh! Well, man, I had a pure <laughs> breathless cough, yeah. but it was right. It was twenty twelve, right? It was the same time you ever heard of the whooping cough. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this was a big king in the papers, and that. So I went back to the jail, and they thought I'd caught it, and they were trying to lock us Locked down and all down. All. And mm-hmm. I was going nuts because obviously i was fucking gotten D all day. So eventually, let his back out. Not when he realised it wasn't man. But uh, obviously, I was getting up to some shifty stuff out there anyway. And, uh, and this is you just about to get released, Jordan? But, well, I managed five week out at this placement, and then they came down one day like, oh, "Right, we've got some intel. You're up to no good." Basically, mm-hmm. just there was allegations that I was bringing stuff back for the cons and mm-hmm. that, and uh, mm-hmm. they just went like, you're half it, you're getting taken half it, you've got six months left, you will be doing it in here. Right. Pretty much that's Aye, what I'm they right yeah. like, half SELs, half everything. But I got I go to stay in the hall, so, and I'd gied up my PT job to go and do this, so I had the cheat to go and try and ask for that, but listen, you've been sacked twice, mate, you're not getting it For steroids and you went back in the gym? they didn't know about the steroids, That's like, they knew, but they didn't know, they never caught me, but there was allegations, but when I was out of this fucking workplace, placement, I ended up battering into this bird, and uh, well, she kind of was. It was one of the lines, it was a bit in base sign. I was like, I'd been in a jail two and a half years, so. I was the Falkirk Physio? Aye. She was actually the, the one who opened the bar. <laughs> so, sober, you know. But uh, I ended up back into her, and that, man. And uh, obviously, as I said, they're in about two and a half years and I've got that obsessive mindset, so I pure fell in love with her. Not once up once in that and I was like I'm at her. But uh fuck. you have said that's you've you always like that with birds just right if body. I, if I like them, I straight you get away right to them yeah. And you don't straight away. depends, it needs to be a special type of bird that's not I I I can lose interest really easily. Mm-hmm. It's like oh I'd need to be like into them. If I'm into them, then I'm Plus at and into them. Plus, in, you've
1: been in the jail for nearly three yeah, years. Yeah, of course, you're going to fuck with a party. I've seen them
0: at a dick's and arse's, <laughs> I've seen them in their shivers, man. When I took out this pair of tits, I was like, yes, man. So, I obviously ended up batting on the hill, then I get taken off at work party, so I still had a number. And I would phone her for the jail and that, and I think she must have been like, oh, what the fuck, mate? No, but at first, Did you tell, actually,
2: obviously, you told her you were in the jail or she knew that she I know, she, she knew, knew. She knew. I had to
0: kind of relax because when they introduced me yeah. to Lark, because I was. Probably was a turn on for her. I, I, I think you mean? Well, apparently, see the guy, one of the guys I used to work with out there, he was like, it was kind of, it wasn't our supervisor, but it was my supervisor because I'm out for the jail. Basically, I watch him, you would work him. So she used to see him before. So I don't know if maybe she would just try. To, I'm going to this big country so too. You're going to say Aye, that? Aye, that type. Of thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It was one of the day ones. Yes, it might have been... yes. But, uh, I'd end up with a number. She gave me a number obviously at the time, and uh, I was texting her when I was in there. Then uh, when I'm back, I phoned her and that. But she was chatting to us and that kind of thing. But I think I don't know if maybe I had six months left, so I was phoning her up here, wasn't like, to talk to her and that. And mm. I think she was just maybe about like, oh, all right. Then uh, one day I phoned her and she's like, ah, listen, the fucking polls Have been away? I don't feel mad about you." And. Uh, at one point, I remember I was on the phone to her, right? Because I used to get her the day shit on the phone. Ah, t- uh, yeah, of course. But I, I should have known, obviously, that my calls were getting listened to. So I ended up saying something stupid to her. I said to her, "Was uh, thing, mate." She was like five feet something. I was like, ah, "Ah, you're not tall enough to reach my stash anyway." Something like that. Something pure half cough. Like two days later, screws came in with a bag and they're like, I opened it and they're like I, we, we listened to your phone call and that, and I, it was this bag they'd fun stashed in a, a ceiling of a changing room, and it had like, the bag that it whipped out, it was like a phone, a roll of cling film and a tub of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of, you want to see his face, they just looked at you like you're a oh. dirty bastard. So, in, in and he's like, I've been listening to all your calls every one, and I see how he does that, as if I've listened to her fucking dance shit to herself. Mm. I'm like, fuck. So uh, I get popped out that uh, open hall, and I get popped back in LTP, but I'm, I like to, I don't like to settle, you know what I mean? So that was me. It was, so it was my last few months, and then uh, he'd, she that's when she says, posted right at my door about you," and I was like, ah, "I'm fucked. I'm going to end up." Because see, I always had that kind of anxious mindset, like something will happen. I'll know. I'll You'll get, get it. because I, I always thought that because it was too good to be true. Because I mm-hmm. waited all this time, sitting thinking that's ages away. Now I'm like, my updates. Within reaching distance, and I'm like, I'm gonna get fucked here. So uh, eventually it came up, and uh, I, I couldn't really get excited about it because I was like, it was always that dread in the back of my head. So when I did get out, I was getting libbed in that, I got taken down to the reception, and uh, I was sitting waiting, changing it my clothes and that. Then the screws came in, I'd be like, a, a you and I was like, fuck, oh, no, still. They took us in a room. There was a woman called Alison. I'd always got on me. She was like a bad weightlifter. She was like a screw, but she was always a heavy brand new. But I think she'd started working for the entail bit. So she had the interviews. And she was just like, oh, uh, I was like, what's this about? She's like, oh, no, it's just a wee interview we do with everybody before they get out i like, And then she's just asking, How is your setting all these mad questions? Have you got somewhere to go? And I was like, then she put the book down, she's like, right who's bringing in the steroids? And then I was like, ah, fuck. And I just at that point I just resigned myself. I was like, alright, I must be getting kept And I was like, ah, fuck knows, man. And I just kind of went, ah, that's me. And then she was like, I went away in holiday for a month, two months. I came back and you doubled in size. And I was like, ah, that's protein, mate. I kind of resigned myself. I was like, that's me, fuck. And she was like, alright, right, no worries. Alright, that's us and then puts back in the room, then I get let out, and that was weird. But it was weird, see, that when I got let out, I'd never been libbed for the jail before, like when I got out for that remand I was talking about at the start, I got out for court, so I'd never actually been released for the jail. so. They take you to the bit. It's basically where the the vehicle's going to. So it's like a big fucking shot thing. Mm-hmm. So the took is there, and we're waiting on it, and it's lifted up, and I just kind of looked at the cunt. I was like, "Is that can I is go? That is that yeah, me? He's it's like, "I weird, go on, yeah. you go," and I just walked out and I was like, ah, it was fucking, it was bewildering, man." I was just like, ah, I'm out," and it was like, I remember, I don't, I'd see that thing about, I don't know how many people are. I think a lot of people are like this for that fall. Three, four and a half, three, 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 two year two month, they done all in. Every day I thought about getting out. Mm-hmm. Like you would have dreams you were out and all that shit and wake up and you're still in the jail and it would break you, man. You'd have a shite day. Wow. So I'd thought about this day for fucking three year. So once I got out, it was like, it didn't it seemed like I felt like I was in a dream.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like I was going down to my pals and I just, I always thought about what I'm going to do in the day I got out.
1: Jordan, can I ask you a question? Did you ever miss the jail? A lot, when I was growing up, a lot of the boys that were coming in and out of the jail, they always went, you know what, I'm, I'm missing there. I, I miss I miss the, the the quietness, the no own fault money, the no worrying about this. It was it was quiet for them. Did I, you ever miss it?
0: I missed it before I get four and a half year. Aye. Oh, but right. it seemed when <laughs> I done the seventeen days, see, cause it was a pure laugh, and I was in and out. So I thought, this is brilliant. This is some laughing. Or I don't give a fuck about jail. Then I done that four and a half, and I had a lot of time to ponder. And as I say, I grew up in there. So I went in at seventeen, came out at twenty, so I matured, and, and it was m- we kids mm-hmm. a lot older so Because boys deliver.
1: can get institutionalised like that, and that's what they've done, and they're still winning out yeah, the it jail is, now. Uh, so hats to and brilliant,
0: I mm-hmm. uh, definitely because for a lot of people as well, like jailers, it's like some people are back to chaotic lives, even if they've got a house they're going back to hostels and that shit. So, I don't blame them for feeling like that, you know what I mean? But get back to I, I, a lot of time, is phoning in the jail, they're
1: were, they were always won money, they were always. Uh, do you know what I mean? Up to no good. So when they come out they had all that stress. When they were inside, that stress went away. The, the Friday tick bills went away. The money that owed that dude that was going to plug me went away. Does mm. that make sense? Ah, it was it was yeah. just, of course. And it was just that, so a lot of boys do so. Aye, Aye, so brilliant. when you got
2: out, what happened when you get out? Aye. What's happened since, since you've been out basically from that that, that For that point, that point, it, point I got
0: out and uh, I, just, I just, I was enjoying myself getting on at the weekends and that kind of thing. And then I started kind of taking Charlie. And uh, that's when I started. I didn't really like right end any up, what, any jobs. Nah, no, nothing, nah, nothing at the, the get go. It was uh, at first. I was just fucking about, just been up for pain, nasty man. Tap my mum money and fucking going away. Signing on, going get mad at the weekend. I end up full of steroids and that as well. End up jagging as Aye, well. Because you were still. Uh, yeah, that's I when I was it. like, ah, I'm getting, no, I'm getting full of the jags. So I was doing that. I was hammering the gym, but I didn't have any structure in my life. I was just sitting about. I go to the gym every day, but I would just be sitting about the rest of it. Then get on it at the weekends. And
1: did you have a bit? We, we spoke about it, the kind of ego side. Did it seemed you come out. Did you have that badge? Did the, the folk that you were jumping a bit with? Oh, brilliant! Never start. You've done your sentence. That that kind of bit
0: of bravado, or me? Uh, no, no. That I, I, I don't know. It's one of the things you see by that point. I kind of realise, right? I know. I I, I wouldn't establish Of because you an uh, older guy. Yes, so people it, have matured as well. So it. a lot of people growing out of things. It need ever says it to me, but I don't know if maybe. Cause some people thought it. I remember I couldn't try to name that mate to me once. That was a fucking weird, a mad guy. I, kind of, I met us in kind of a house party, and this was no longer after I got out. And uh, I was talking to him, he was one of the ones you could tell he was kind of wasn't even cheeky, but you could tell he thought something so And then he's <laughs> and I was like, he's like, I, had the I was like, I tell the I was for Penalty because that's where I hung about because when I was in the jail, Penalty fought with Cardona, mm-hmm. so I didn't say I was for Cardona in the jail case people thought I was for there, and that, yeah, that, just yeah. that yes, yeah, like So, uh, he says, Where are you I was like, I'm for know. He's like, Oh, do you know Big 50? And I was like, What? And he's like, Big 50 for penalty. And it was obviously, top of me, and I was like, <laughs> That's fucking me. He's <laughs> faced <laughs> <laughs> that. He's faced that. that. He's face He's You know yeah. what I mean? And then he fucking he standing pure trapped with my pallet after it and that. But I was pure in the world. I was like, Who the fuck would. They? <laughs> obviously, anybody doing that, anybody's piping. But the fact I was like, Me? What the fuck? Because oh, I just I'm didn't say anything But you understand, like, see, to, in my eyes, I've just done that one thing, but you know, by the time it's travelled out, it's gained arms and legs. And people yeah. have made their mm. own minds mm. up, so yeah. people mm-hmm. have obviously got it in their head that I'm this type of person. Mm-hmm. But uh, at that time, I was just out getting mad with the weekends and that man. Then uh, I ended up getting stabbed. I get stabbed in the head. Uh, I've boy. Something had happened anyway. Let's just say I deserved it, right? Something had happened to him, and then I get I get plugged in the head, and uh, that's when I kind of realise. Look, right, I need to kind of get my finger. Out and fucking start doing something productive, so I started working on that, getting money in and then I stayed after drinking that for a bit. Then uh, for about a month, then I ended up getting that's on it. well done, a, uh, a lot, month. Especially. A month, <laughs> but a month, I just get full of the juice, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's quite big. So you're just
1: one for the fucking
0: hour. Exactly, yeah. There's always something. Mm-hmm. So uh, I ended up hanging about with this group of boys, started getting about doing governing and that and uh, I ended up, that's when I started going Right, out, like full weekend benders. Like I was going out Friday to Sunday. I'd never done that before. That's when I was starting to get that fucking hunger for like just staying out, no get ham and that kind of thing. So that went on for a good period. I'd patched the gym, put on a big belly and that kind of thing, and I'd <laughs> done that for a good while. Then. Uh, I played, I ended up playing the guitar in the jail. I picked up the guitar. I ended up getting into Oasis when I was in a jail. I never really listened to it like that before. So I had a guitar. I stole the guitar out of the jail and everything, man. And uh I had this guitar, but none of my pals at the time played it. Don't mention guitars. Mm. I think I stole Darns back the day. Oh, did
1: you? No, probably so. I did. Right. So, so.
0: Uh, I ended up, so I had a guitar in the house because I wasn't hanging about with a group of people that were into that kind of thing, like playing it and that. I just mm-hmm. kind of left it. And I ended up meeting this group of boys that were in a band. Just one night I went up to this gaff and they were there, and I was like, I no fucking way, and I, I clicked with them right away. Started a bit with them, and that's when I was kind of... I was thinking I was about, well, uh, uh, between a few groups of people. Some people were into the mad shit, and mm-hmm. these, some people were into the kind of better stuff, you know what I mean? So I started thinking about with boys that were kind of in the band and that, and I kind of... they kind of gave us the confidence to start writing my own tunes, and then I was like, I don't know what." what Because I always thought to myself, like, uh, maybe it had been an ego thing. Let's like, see, when I was alert, started learning the guitar, I always thought to myself myself like, playing live and playing gigs, and I'm like, nah, yeah. I couldn't do that. Just visualizing. I visualized it. But in my head, I was like, I have a word with yourself. The ego was kicking in too mm-hmm. much. The ego was too strong at this point. Right. But when I started thinking about it, I was like, know ah, what, I could actually do this, and uh, i gave me the buzz for it. So uh, it wasn't long after that, I ended up, it was the same house I met these boys, and uh, I'd been working in and out of jobs and that kind of thing, but I was fucking a lot of jobs, going in five day benders, no turning up and shit like that. So it was quite chaotic. <laughs> then uh, one weekend i was in this house it was 2015 and uh i was in this gaff on it all night and that kind of thing and i f- end up crashing out and i woke up like, in this, this bedroom and i've got up and everybody's still on it for the night four so i'm mm-hmm. like all right it was a sunday so i was working the next day i was like oh, fuck it, sunday sesh.
1: It. so
0: i've ended up pulled myself a vodka that thing sitting drinking it, and it was like five minutes after waking up and i've heard the door somebody banging the door there was a police at the door so Obviously, the boy who owned the house, he was mad with me. He's like, I ah, get to fuck. He'd his Wayne, and someday there was another guy whose Wayne was there. They were in the bedroom. So they were in the bed. Like they'd been out with the Wayne's before, then they ended up mad with it, and came back to the house. So the Wayne's were in the room. And uh, the boss are banging the door and all that shit. And he's like, ah, Get to fuck and all that, man. So the coppers are trying to kick the door in. But I'm like, ah, These kids are trying to kick this door in because we're having a party, fucking bams and all that. It was real <laughs> raging. So we were up about four years trying to barricade the door and they're trying to kick the door in and all that. And then uh, the boy on the hussies and been like, watching, you know? and he just opened the door. And as soon as he's opened the door, I've started flying out like, get the fuck. And as I've pointed my arm like that, I don't know if i pointed or pushed, I can't really remember. I've put my arm like that, they've just went and grabbed him, ripped us out the door, flung us to the ground. So I'm rolling about with them, And uh, they've ended up going the radio. And fucking next thing you knew, it was about 30 coppers in this one, this, this landing. So they've came in, jailed, just try to put the restraints on us, not Carthy just down the stair. I'm ripping the piss out of them because I'm like oh, mad with fucking raging mm-hmm. and all that to the police station I get taken there and uh, I was like ah, right fucking they done this with police assault and I was like they bother mate. but I was just pure running the push at them then they came in and like, they took all my clays off me you know, and I was like what the fuck I was like that's a fucking police assault mm-hmm. took all my clays off me gave us a pair of sand shoes and fucking yeah, had yeah, grey jogging mm-hmm. uh, trackies and then I got opened up in the morning, I was like, hey, this is me getting out. And like, you've got to court. I was like, you're fucking, I was like, let's
1: go to think. So how Come long you'd out? been out now, John?
0: Hey, Jordan? So I got out March 2013, this was November 2015. Oh, six months in. So I still had... Uh, Your full life flashing in front so, of you again. Uh, so just about, it might have been October 2015, so I think I had about a year left in my licence. Mm-hmm. So, and I'd already had two strikes. One, I got caught with a bit of gear in fucking the arches, season. Then I uh, one. I think I missed a fucking appointment or some shit like that. So I had two strikes, you get three strikes, you get recalled. Yeah. So I ended up going to court and I was sitting in the court and the, the doors opened and one of the boys that were in the house is getting put in the cellways. I was like, fuck you, doing in here? And they're like, aye, when the coppers came through the door, man, they ran down the stair, I picked up an iron and done one with an iron. So I'm like, laughing, like, yous are fucked and all that because there was three of them that came in. So what's turned out has happened. When the coppers have ran in the house, One's got like, ran down the stair and this boy, he's picked up a blade, like a sword and then an iron mad wait! then at the last minute he's fucked the sword under the couch The caught us running he's done him with an iron he's ran in the bedroom this is a living up didn't break flats don't know if you know what it is next to the parts mm-hmm. a living up so he's ran in the bedroom flung the iron out the window, pulled his trousers down and went and lay in the bed kid on as, it he was as if he was sleeping coppers came in and huckled him but when the coppers went down to get the iron it turns out that somebody ran in the kitchen and grabbed two and a half of ounce of gear away out the, the kitchen drawer and flung it out the kitchen window. Mm-hmm. So when they went out, there was a fucking two and a half ounce of away and a fucking iron iron. lying next to each other. So there was four, like three of them, including four of us, including me. There was four of us in there, and I was like, "User, fucked, man." And the next thing, the screws came in at one point, like right, uh, said all our names, like user in the pet- petition court. I was like, "Are you sure about that, mate?" Looked, we were all co-accused, so I was like, "Ah, fuck, man." No so way. it was an indictment, so I get taken in and uh, the boy flung the gear out the window, and the boy done the cop with an iron, got bail, and uh, me, and uh, one of the boys' bras, he was done with a breach, I was done with like that police and fire reform act fucking thing, so basically a breach. Mm-hmm. So we get remanded, cause of a previous, absolute license, so that's when I went to Berlin, and I was like, fuck off, man. <laughs> went up to there, man, and it was I a fucking, that was a fucking shock to the system. Up and bar, for I, the first time. So we went up there, I went up there, and see the guy who I'd been remanded with, He'd been granted bail, but the PF opposed it. But the next, so apparently when they do that, they've got 48 hours to provide reason for why they're appealing it. But if they don't uh up reason within 48 hours, he gets released. Yeah. So he get released mm-hmm. two days later, and I'm like, ah, fuck, him, I'm in here myself. I was up there, and that was just it was different just being that man. I was just it was so different to Pullman. I used to think Pullman was bad, man. I realized how good I had it in Pullman, but in Berlin. It was like the only good thing about Berlin, there's there's no discrimination because everybody gets fuck all Mm -hmm. i mean you get nothing man the screws are pure cunts it's just that 1980s mindset it felt like going back in time
2: wow and how long were you in Berlin for
0: so i get i get uh, the eight day lie down so you get an eight day lie down then you get back up to get your fully commitment or get bail Mm -hmm. i get fully committed but if you get full committed you can apply for high court bail. where your bail application goes to the high court and they can appeal it so i was in about three weeks and i remember there was this thing called tough talks and uh, these two body, ex-bodybuilders, uh, they used to be in about the madness, the life and all that, taking steroids, debt collecting all yeah. that. But now they've found God, mm-hmm. so they go into all the, all the jails and they do like a talk. Mm-hmm. One does squats and the other does a to- talk, it's mental. mad. So and uh, they get their message across, I take it, and, and, it, and, it and, and you remember it, it must fucking work. Well, because well, it happened in Poland as well, but I remember then they came into Berliners, I was like, I'll go down to that, because I'm I, well, I my fucking cell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I went down, I remember sitting there, and uh, one of the screws shouted my name, and I was like, aye, and they're like, you've got bailed, I was like, fuck off, like, I swear, in here's a church, and I was like, no way, and I was like, oh, right morning, you're getting out there now, Brilliant. so I've ended up getting out, I'm looking in cunts so I just staring at me, and I was like, what the fuck's going on, so I've got taken, uh, let out, let out for the jail, and I'm like, that fucking result, man, I'm out, so, uh, I've ended up been out, then I had to go back and see my social worker, then she was kind of like, listen, you've kind of fucked it, know what I mean? I was like, aye, but I'm out now, no, no, I, mm-hmm. n- I never done anything wrong, because this is, this victim complex was still quite strong in my no, mind, and this so one, realistically, you've no really done, you never die iron, the gear was not yours. Aye, uh, yeah, that's exactly that, but it was, it was, it was it, at some point I still did get involved yeah, as well, course, but I, at the time I was like, I've done nothing wrong mm-hmm. that way, and uh, she was like right, no bother. So I was thinking I haven't door, I ended up getting a bit of agency working that thing, and then uh, I just remember it was like three weeks after I got up. Fucking the door went one night, and I just looked out and seen the post, and I was like, ah, "Fuck!" I just knew that I had been recalled. They came in and were like ah, right, you've been recalled, man. So I was like, get to jail and see just having to go back because that was in uh, November 2015. So we had recall. I was like, ah, I know. I was like, I'm back in for 11 months. Wow. But I was like, that's I'm no. There's no a day and half. or no tagging no on that shit. So, so um, right, right back to um, Berlin. So, uh, then, uh, so I had to just do my recall in there, man. That was kind of tough. I made it hard myself as well, because I told myself, this is not my fault. I'm not done this up, right? Um, okay. in reality I had. no, I mean, I put myself in that position, so. Yeah.
2: You're def- the victim, yeah? Mm.
0: I was a victim. No, I couldn't get done with iron or yeah. anything like that. No, I mean, it was yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So uh, oh, yeah. I I tell myself, listen, it was, uh, and I just made it hard for myself. So I did an 11 month in there. Uh, I got my guitar in eventually. So I just spent a lot of time just writing tunes. So I just I stuck to that. Uh, I went down to a guitar class. There was uh, a guitar teacher. He's you not know, a guitar teacher, he's a screw that look, takes the class. He doesn't have his own back. His name is Alan Dixon. And uh, see the guitar i bumped out a moment. So I found out at this point that, see, we all had a Billy Bragg. Yeah, the so, singer. Uh, the singer, mm-hmm. Billy Bragg, he's a right. singer, right? Quite a famous English guy. Right. He donated so many of these guitars, a tanglewood, to all the mm-hmm. Scottish jails. So I didn't know this. So, when I went into this this guitar class for the first time with this guitar, he's like, ah, Where the fuck do you get that? Because <laughs> <'Cause, 'cause> he's given <laughs> he's, he's the guitars to cunts and cunts have bumped him. So, I walked back in, he's probably fought somebody in the hall, That's a good
2: guitar. I used to have one of them. Yeah. A- a I tangled really, yeah, very got very got with yeah. yeah. it. It's still going. It was a guitar
0: I learned on. Yeah. So, I was, it was nearly a tug of war with this cunt with this guitar. So, we didn't get <laughs> after the, the best of starts, right? Then uh, it was like, Right, everybody in the class it was like 5 boys. He's like, All right, everybody's going to do a tune. I've got to do it, something you're going to play. So, I ended up playing I had been writing for a wee period uh during this full time I was in, and I played in my tuning, and it was just it just took days to right away as you could tell I was mm, I was serious mm, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh I just spent that full time writing in that, and uh I was in there then eventually the case did go to court. It went to court three weeks before my my recall was due to finish. So that was another sentence I couldn't really settle because I'm like, ah, am I gonna get out in this day? as because oh, as far mm-hmm. as I was aware, I was fucked mm-hmm. and uh I try to apply, you can apply to get like parole during your recall to get out early, but see when I got my, my papers to go in front of the parole board, they put me down as been charged with the, the possession of the gear as well. So I'm like, ah, what the, so I thought I was got a court charge with possession of this fucking gear. I'm like, I'm fucked. So this full time, uh, then uh, I was sitting, worrying about it. I could not back for parole, obviously. So uh, eventually I just went to court three week out and uh, they took a plea deal so the charges against me and the boys bro, get trapped the two breaches of the peace right. and they, they pled to the gear and they pled to the assault yeah so I was three or four of us i was mm. like result i'm getting it so uh, eventually i get out man then as i get out man it's it just i end up back into the madness just getting on it now like, I mean, within the doing? first few hours i get out, i was on the gear because you were at a stage
1: before you go to jail you were doing Full weekend, then uh, yeah. it, was, it was full weekend. You were doing it, was four days. Aye, uh, at these parties, hence aye, that
0: never changed. That never changed because you go straight back into that. Back go... it, aye. it was like the very first days. My pal sells it, and of he course was like, What's that? Is we to right the pub? And then like, bang, 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 and I'm like, Yeah, I've been in a jail, you know that man. He's doing big, he just went, he wins big daft corners. I'm loving it. So, uh, I after that, immediately, I I'm was just right back into the mad ones, man. Then, uh, Obviously, the playing the guitar, that get fucking flung in the back burner, mm-hmm. the performing, that. don't give me idea i done a couple of gigs, but... At that point, when you're just on the madness, it's very hard. For me, personally, it's hard to juggle something like that. Uh, I lost the motivation to do it. It's, it's weird, see, I think, because I was having the gear all the time, I suddenly had anxiety and cared what people thought about me, oh, which I never did. So I just went like, oh, no, I'm not fucking writing tunes, And does that, does that anxiety when... still stick? with you, yeah. the Jordan,
1: now? Was that? That, like, I got... Like, I didn't realise that, that, I suffered terrible anxiety. My anxiety's through the roof every day. With continually on a daily basis, and you know that, but that drives from. I can't even remember really having anxiety growing up, it drives for that. F- between two o'clock in the morning and six o'clock in the morning, your cell in there who sees drives anxiety. Is that where, where you started? that, that type of anxiety uh, well, running?
0: See, to honest, I think my anxiety started when I wasn't taking something, because it was like during the week, I don't know I see, it was hard, I couldn't identify it as anxiety, I just thought, I suddenly cared what people thought about me, I was trying press kints, I don't know, I think that's it's where I stem it from, I don't know how was i uh, just I remember whenever I came out of the gear, or when I eventually did stop taking it, that's when I noticed that went away, and I was like, ah, that was due to that, because I couldn't right. realise it at the time, but uh, at that period, before I got to jail, people were taking counsel you know mm-hmm. the console is, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's, a, it's like a fucking da- dance there yeah. prop aye mm-hmm. so it's not even the strongest 50 50 what i mean it was like pure crack like 90 percent bends and fucking ten percent gear so when i got up none of that was a book sink bends it became like kind of illegal and it was hard to get so people were just taking proper mm. so i never really took it before then so when i went back out it was hammering the prop so no, that's, was when, addiction it, I, starts. that's that, when you start getting it aye, that's when it started going mental so i was doing it full weekends and then just before long it started to spiral. I ended up it was becoming every day. Then I started trying to sell it. I came, I went half it, I stayed half it for two weeks and then I was like, that's me half it now, start selling it. Quit no working on all that shit. And fucking the only kind I sell it to me was myself, and the only kind of bumped it was me, you know. I mean I didn't even pay myself once. That's that. So uh, I ended up having that every day. Then I started taking volume and that. Like people to had, get you sleep. I saw I after a weekend, but mm-hmm. you take a cut mm-hmm. of Valium, you wake up, you don't get a hangover, nothing. I'm like, brilliant, man, don't need a hangover. So I started doing that then. As the weekends were ending, when it was getting to the end of the 3-4 days, I couldn't face yeah, that right. finishing, face reality, so I was taking more and more. then it was getting to a point I was just gubbing them, hoping I didn't wake up, gubbing like 30-50 at a time and
1: all that shit. No, you were trying to commit suicide, you were just going, I don't give a fuck, there's 20 bang, no having that worry could this kill me, I don't care, that type of thing, or no the intention of, this i hope i don't kill. wake up
0: when i woke up what like fuck. no i mean and it was a few times i actually did go with the intention of in. like, i'm taking I'm, I'm like going and getting them like sitting they don't back, the in the back i was getting to a point i was in up back in my house myself sniffing and that then it was i remember at one point like fuck this and going and getting like 50 off. i i was like i'm doing it and gobbing all of them and then fucking thinking that so be you just me. had
2: that intention that, Aye, that that was the
0: intent that was the intent I the the don't intent
2: wake up. That i'm going to take these hopefully i don't wake up Happy days. Aye. Yeah. And
0: then waking up bouncing, you know what I mean? Waking yeah. up bouncing for like 10 days just all out the camp. Like remember it. one time like, taking like 30 or something, I woke up and I'd fucking, I must have, in the night, must have been sick in my sleep and got up and fucking fell He'd first into my Unix. I had a big in my face. So that's when shit so really started to get kind of mm. wild, man, because I was bouncing for like 10 days, but I didn't like feeling bouncing. So I would t- and take gear every day to kinda of perp myself back up. Yeah. So that's when it started to go a bit fucking chaotic. I was falling out with cunts and all that, man. Just doing a lot of fucking stupid shit. Ended up owning grands. And got to a point. Mm. So I used to look at people see that ran up heavy gear debts and that. Like, How the fuck do you get in that state? And I got to a point I was about five grand debt. Just own cunts' money, fucking
1: Many grand a day, Jank, we're on the prop. And remember, taking, people who take drugs with no props, fucking like you can't be taking a lot of that
0: stuff Ah uh, no, I, i'm not too sure because to be honest man i just uh, i never really fucking tallied up depends because at first see when i had it when i was selling it i was just going through like whatever i had so at, at times i had 50 50 and i had like, a few ounces in that man and i'd sure. probably get rid of an ounce in a weekend but how much of that was that's, going to me was mm-hmm. probably fucking more than half mad so, uh, that's mad in terms of Aye, so, well as I was selling it and uh, eventually ran up so many debts, I couldn't get any to sell because I would I would start going with the intention. Like, I'll get a bit, I'll get a bit off somebody, I'll sell a bit to make my I'll money be, back and I'll have my wee bit wee to, bit to yeah. sell.
1: So It's yeah. always good uh, good intentions. Uh, all work suit and paper, done it? <laughs> Wait till Monday morning when you're waking up. Ah, uh, know, I know. Fucking hell, <laughs> your man. Your tick bill's got one name on it. Like...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, so you
2: think that was the start of you, or when you got a... Uh, Jail that last time, Berlini, uh, uh-huh. that was the start of your mental health issues then, big aye,
0: time. I would say so. Aye. It was just uh, tied in because mm. whenever I went oh, on the don't Mad don't ones know. before and I enjoyed it, but at this point I was just, I think it's I was just true. trying to escape reality. Yeah. And I was, yeah. it was carrying air into my life. I was working, I was doing charity fundraising and all that shit, man. But I was going in, I was patching every Monday and all that shit, getting in, and I was just arguing with cunts, just shit like that, man, it was bad, it was like, I don't know, I was a pure dick at the time, man, just that pure arrogant, way. I, I, I needed humbled, know what I mean, I could have done with getting an ass kicked, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, as I say, when I started taking the volume and that kind of shit, man, and I just, started, I fell up with all sorts of people, know what I mean, just went a mad way, just gone mad random gas at me, people i usually wouldn't sit with, and then, I think, like, two weekends in a row, I, like, went back it to my house after, like, been on it, and I couldn't get volume, so I had to just ride it out, and it was like two weeks later, they kind of the, the effects wore off. And then I kind of like, had clarity. I, I, say, I say I had clarity. I had more clarity than I had whilst I was on them. Mm. And I kind of realized, what the fuck? Because I had like, mad opinions about people. Like, I'd fell out with people and accused people of stuff. That that was dead set, like, you've done this. And then when I'm like, oh, wait a minute, are you sure? Mm. I had that question I doubt in my head. And so at this point, it was too late. I'd fucked it with so many people. And then I just, I just continued. Getting on it and just doing my thing. I was just trying to escape reality. Uh, fucking. Then at one point, this is. I was shoplifting as well. I was doing. I, I used to go into shops and steal shit and all that. So, eh. Uh, I remember one day I went in, and I used to go into Morrison's, see just across uh, where I stayed in Cardonald. Mm-hmm. And I used to go in and I'd swipe Bevy, see Bevy in my tag, i just fuck it in the bag like that, they're not watching the cameras. Mm-hmm. Just stealing bottles of whiskey and daft shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I was working at the time, I was doing charity fundraising, but I was uh, it was a pure chaotic lifestyle. I was dodging, I was carrying a fucking Stanley, you not know Because I would cut dough, and that, shit like that. And uh, I remember going in one day, it was a Friday. And I went in and I swiped two bottles of tequila, fucked in my bag. I, two bottles of tequila and a meal deal. <laughs> I was grabbing. But the thing is, I had money to pay for it. I had money to pay for it, but I just I was like, ah, it was my money to get on it. If I if I bumped yeah, it, yes, of course. So uh, I went to go and walk out the shop and that, uh, and then the, the security guy shouted this, and I've just ran. And uh, see, I've realised looking back now. I wasn't a very good criminal. No, I mean, I'm glad I realised that I can put my, turn my back in a life of crime, no, because it's <laughs> morally bad, just because I'm heavy shite at it. Because there was two doors, so you look, when you're walking out, you've got the two sliding doors, you can go one that way not that way. <laughs> yeah. There was one that was shut and one that was open, I went to the one that was shut. shut yeah. So yeah. I ran into the door, and he's grabbed us, and I've been like that, see that way. The door, it's it a slow door, so I've ended up my head like that stuck, <laughs> and that not <cunt's laughs> grabbed my bag. So I went like that and got the bag off us, and then he's grabbed my jacket, and I've went and slipped the jacket off me, and I've ran, so he's my bag and my jacket but i was meant to be got to work so in my bag it, with charity fundraising your ID night, bar- your my budget. id badge ah, my yeah. id badge my dress everything was in it man and i was like ah, "Fuck!" because i'd patched obviously a good few days doing the charity fundraising because i was living a chaotic lifestyle so i did not even bother going back after that then uh i ended up going the madman that <laughs> night and i went out all weekend fucking shock but a uh, boy uh, that worked with me, mess with me, he's like, mate, the postman were in an office looking for you and that kind of thing, and he's like, ah, they wouldn't tell me what it was for, and I, I knew right away yeah. what it was for, mm-hmm. so I just started ducking and diving, man, the coppers were coming to the door and that, and I just patched him, so, uh, as time went on, I've ended up, uh, I've obviously had a warrant for his man, but I just dodged him for about a year, but in that time, I started, like getting to the weekend i was like i don't want to do this anymore so you getting on it and that kind of thing but the compulsion was there it was like being possessed obviously we know we're addiction you no know i mean it's like, it's like being possessed like there was times i'd sit and be bored like obviously during the height of my gear addiction days i'd be sitting get up brush my teeth have something to eat and that kind of thing and i'd just be sitting right when am got a day do day and then we thought my why well, don't know, get a bit of gear mm-hmm. and it was suddenly boom, like, oh, obsession oh. i need to get that i need yeah. to date, it and then see if i didn't do it i'd start to feel going at a downer mm-hmm. so uh that always came in a friday night like when it got to a friday night like how you know it how you know it and then it fucking it starts shaking on it mm-hmm. so i was sitting with a group of boys at this time and uh, they used to take a puff so i ended up just seeing my keys a few draws and i just trying to take this mm-hmm. this fucking Bedge thing away. so mm-hmm. it did it took it away so i ended up substituting that for that so i started smoking green i wasn't even enjoying the green either i was hitting bad and and that shit but i was just doing it to get something
2: mm-hmm.
0: so eventually smoking the green not, i mean i don't do anything like that now but back at the time it, it had heavy benefits because whereas before my focus was on everybody else around me what they mm-hmm. were doing rang when i was smoking green that focus got turned on me and i was able to look at right what am i doing rang and that suddenly i felt empathy for all the things i've done because we taking it to Charlie all the time you don't get a fuck about ending, including no. myself yeah suddenly i started to feel emotions feel emotional man and uh that's when i kind of realized i was like ah, fuck, i've done some amount of shady shit. And uh, like, I owed my ma a grand. She took a fucking uh, a credit union fucking loan to help me pay her gear bill. And I didn't even pay the full bill, no oh. I mean it I paid one.
1: And you owed her money.
0: Aye, uh, so I owed her, but she was like, I don't want it back on that man, but and then I was telling myself, alright, I don't owe her that. But then as soon as I was like in that mindset, I was like, nah, I need to sort this out. So uh, but it, I ended up getting my selling employment. My uncle got a job in scaffolding, so I had a secure job. Good. And at that point, my mental health was still fucking all over the place. And what I've... age were
2: you at that that point? Twenty-three. Jordan.
0: This was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, I got this job. So for about twenty eighteen. Okay. so Maggie, So for two thousand and sixteen, October two thousand sixteen, I got a Berliner. Through 2017 was the madness, like the yeah. fucking the vibe and all that kind of shit. Get into later 2018s when I kind of started to curtail it, but I was still ending up on mad weekends. But I was trying to kind of stop. Yes, so yeah.
1: you d- you, the realization hit you: this isn't for fucking me anymore. Anyway, but the the t- slowly, t- 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 yeah, yes, yeah, the
0: realization hit me, but it took a while for the action to come. Of course. So mm. uh, it was getting into like 2019, and uh, I, I was starting to kind of hold doing jobs a bit more. But I didn't even secure it, was always like a couple weeks work here, a couple of weeks work there. But uh, my uncle got his job working with a company called SGB, so it was doing scaffolding. So, uh, I finally had a secure job which had prospects I maybe leading to getting like my part one and maybe getting future employment, yep. that kind of thing. So, it was at that point, it was strange, man. It was like as soon as I got that job, see within the one week two of the people I owed one guy I owed like a grand, to that I owed 700 quid to I hadn't seen him the full time since I owed that money the, the, within the first week of me getting that job I bumped, I bumped into oh, one of them and the other one phoned us and then I was like ah fuck because I'd always had it in my head right this is F- if somebody would be a and they'd patched us for a year, I wouldn't, I, I would have fucking glasses yeah. on site. No, uh. So i kind of had that in my head and i just end up saying, listen, sorry, fucking, no, you ain't turned out, i just end up in a fucking bit of estate waiting, to their credit, they're brand new, but like, listen, just give you something every week, mm-hmm. every sound, so. I eventually started doing that and I was getting good wages with the scaffolding, so I was able to pay them off, yeah. so I paid them off and, uh, and I just started going like that, right, as soon as one debt was finished, I was like right, who else do I owe money to? Mm-hmm. And then I started going for the people that I would look 40 quid to here and yeah. there and started going for everybody doing me wrong. I think I left maybe one or two, but the majority of them I done, and uh, I remember I get my tax rebate. I, got, I went and got a tax rebate and it was like 1,200 quid I got, and I just transferred the grand right away to my ma. Brilliant. And I think mm-hmm. she'd kind of stopped talking to us at the time, man, because I messaged her yeah. on the, uh, Messenger and see that way, it's like the wee tick, but it's no highlighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think she blocked us on that, I, so I had to get my sister to go and mess her, like, tell her to check her bank, and then she's like, ah, what was that for? And I was like, I'll ah, tell you, I'd back, and she was like, "Oh, thanks. So, uh, I feel as if that was the kind of, the start of, like, once I'd done all that, I was kind of like, Well, ah, that, that was right. you
2: starting to get your moral compass, basically, ah, that, yeah, that, starting that starting all to the amends. bad things you've done, or the money, or the money you owed to people, that was you, uh-huh. you're basically paying that day off. Ah, yeah. so P- that, P- that's what the start of your moral compass, mm-hmm. uh, the empathy, thinking to yourself, right. I need to pay these people off, no, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to. Changed my life, right? And by doing this, that's the start that's of it. Exactly. That's,
0: right. that's exactly that's the way I seen it. Because I had so much anxiety every day. I woke up, I'm like, ah, it was be a few things. Horrible, up and, like,
1: ah, and then it hits you. And it hits you ah, like I, a I live it, man. And then
0: constantly walking about, looking at your shirt on that kind of thing. So once I was like, ah, right, I'll pay these bills off, and then I'll be back to normal. I'll be sound. But as soon <laughs> as the bills were paid off, I was like, ah, it was like, right, you need to kind of sort this out. You need to fucking apologise to this person, that person. So. That, that feeling never went away, but I was really, I was puffing a power of weed at the time. And uh, my mental health was fucking shite, and I fucking was taking steroids, I thought I was taking steroids again, that man, and my head was up my ass. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't do the course. I had to date, I'd done like two weeks, week, and then it was like, I was going through mood swings and all that, and I was like, no, I don't think I can take these anywhere. So I stopped that. But i was going into work and i was just it was like a bear with a sore head at times man because the scaffolding's got a strenuous job i was moaning at cunts i was getting cheeky with cunts shit like that man i was just a pure bad vibe to be around i don't know if it was a case i didn't enjoy the job but i was going in it was like see unless i went in stoned, because times i wouldn't usually smoke first thing in the morning it was getting to a point but i was taking buckets before going and doing a shift shit like that i never took, took buckets like twice during my younger years and never liked it you <laughs> know what i mean but this is the point i got to then uh i was realizing i couldn't date first thing in the morning so i would date after work but that full date work i was a fucking pure cunt cunt to be around just a pure eye because <laughs> yeah. my head was up my ass man it was just all this anxiety it was pouring and earthy horrible all that shit that what like, that happened because like, i'd come off of the gear the blues so i was having to deal with my emotions that's what it's say if you get off drugs the good news and the bad news is you need to deal with your emotions again of course, you, <laughs> you need to course get your emotions searching. back yeah so uh the real you comes out, you start finding
1: out that, that, that it's all been bullshit. That right, that's been, exactly you, that, nah, all that it, know shit you
0: had in your head, and all these mad opinions you had, you ah, thought it was a bull, man. Uh, just a lot of shit. And, you and then that, you're that.
1: finding the real you for the first time,
0: That's scary. It, but, but at that, <laughs> that, that, that time as well, cos I was smoking a power of weed as well, It wasn't. I wasn't truly fucking half and I hadn't really given my head mm. a break. So I just sat and thought about it at one point, point, I was like, since I got to the jail in like 2016, I don't think I've had a day or two fucking nobin on something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, fucking, you think about that? like Fucking hell, it's like a good few years, it's fucking madness. madness you think about it but to me it was a norm so uh i was still falling out with cunts and that kind of shit getting mad fucking digging shit up about somebody said something two years ago and i built it into this thing so i'd fucking fought with them. but i wouldn't tell him i just stopped talking to him because they were the, they were the one that was in the ring no me all that shit so i was still doing all that kind of thing then uh i would say to myself right i'm on the green i'm not taking gear anymore and that kind of stuff then it would fucking i'd end up the green wouldn't be for us and frozen. I'd end up on it at the weekend and I'm like, right, I'll just take a drink. I just I can drink, that's all right. I'd take one drink before you know it. it was fucking Back Monday, you know what I mean? It was like wow, shit like that wow. was
1: the green was just kinda of leading you into the next thing.
0: Aye, the green with the green I was kidding myself on, like no, I used to have a problem with the gear, I used to be on it every day, but now I'm only on it at the weekend, so it's ah, sorry, all right. It, I fucking probably done it, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, uh, as time went on, I'd done, like, two years. i done two years at SGB. You can fucking talk about it, it as a, a fucking sentence, man. It felt it, man, I didn't... It was good for, for the wages and that kind of thing, but after a while, I was like, this isn't for me, man. It's, I just noticed I was just a pure drain, I was a pure negative energy. But uh, one night I ended up... I was rough as fuck, it was a Monday, and i just finished work. See, that way, I think I'd been up till like early hours in the morning, sniffing, but I'd made work. So that way, I was like, oh, I'm getting home, I'm getting a munch, and I'm going to chill out, see, mm-hmm. man? i are yeah. just pure defeated, deflated. And uh, I went to the shop, got a Chinese and that, go up my munch. And as I'm walking in the corner, there's a police van there, and two coppers, walking towards my door. But bear in mind, I've had this warrant, warrant for this nah, thing, I was thinking, that yeah, full mm-hmm. time, so I'm dodging the police while this is all going on. And uh, I seen them, and I've, I've just fucking right, about and turned and I can get off. So I've went away, he disappeared for a little hour, then went back, and I'm like, alright, ah, I've dodged them. Then uh, I've had my munch and that, and just chilled out. Then I fell asleep, and I woke up at like ten at night. And I heard them at the door, the post. And they're like, All right, we're coming in now. And then they let us lock king, they're kind of breaking into the house. Mm-hmm. So I just patched him. And then my dad's woke up, fucking like, what the fuck's going on? Gonna have his nut opened the door, then they've like, alright. And I just went like, I know what, fuck it, I'm caught. So I got up and then they've, they've lifted us. And then that's when I was like, All right, that's me. I'm going back up the road, I'm getting to jail. Because I was done a charge with a lockback. He's to Stanley. It was a lock in Stanley. So they've done us with a lockback. So that was my third knife. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm fucked. And I went into court and it was like a travelling judge it was in and uh fucking I get bail I was like ah, no fucking danger man I, like, I get fucking bail. what do pure happy in that. happy like, now you'd have thought I'd a not guilty the way it was mm-hmm. yes I get yeah. bail yeah. but I get back out so I was buzzing so uh, as I get back out then I was kind of like right that kind of alleviated some of the anxiety because I wasn't a pure dodging the post but that would still come into my mind as time went on like fucking what well, this, this case is hanging in my head but lockdown eventually happened and then, and I was going through periods, I was trying to get after the green now, I was managing like a week, two weeks, then I was ending up back. I was manage like two weeks after the green, and then I'd end up getting mad with it and end up in the gear, then once I had a gear come down, I'd start puffing it, and make myself feel happy, it was just a pure cycle. And uh, I was locked and came in, I, f- I hang with, one day I just, uh, I was I seen the guitar, because I remember seeing a quote on, uh, I don't know if it was Facebook or something like that, and it says, uh, this can either be the making of you or the breaking of you, it's up to you to decide what. So I was followed. So uh, I was getting my my wages paid eighty percent of my wages. I so same, I was kind of like, oh, what the fuck am I going to do? Because I remember the day I get followed, I bought four cans of beer, and I, I remember drink man. I was like, is this what I'm going to be doing this whole time? So whenever I, I was like, I just flung them to fuck, and then I seen the guitar and I was like, no, we'll start playing the guitar again. So I started playing it, and uh, I'd wrote like this wee parody, see the Jerry Cinnamon yeah. she's a belter. Mm-hmm. I'd wrote like the, the lyrics to I'm on a bender because right. during my days, I've been on a bender. So I, I thought if it was funny, I was like, I'll need to record that and stick that in fucking Facebook or something. So when I've picked up the guitar and playing it again, that's popped into my head and I was like, I ah, know what, fuck it, I'll fire up. Yeah. So I done it and I just, I was fucking, I just done a lot, like I just did a video and fired it up. And it, I want to say it went viral, but it went kind of viral, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It go with 500 odd shares, I think a thousand, I think about a thousand shares eventually, man. But it don't right know, it for I'd never posted in no, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. got me. According to me, it's been viral, you know what I mean? So kids were loving it and that then uh, I was also getting that wee buzz, like, yeah, it's fucking putting something and people are liking it. And then uh, I think I heard that gold play tune, Ye- Yellow, mm-hmm. and I started saying the lyrics to it was for all the yellows that, and I was like, am I going to do this again? <laughs> and I was like, ah, fuck it. So I recorded me, I wrote a wee parody of that, recorded that, and I put it out, and people were laughing at it, like, that, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm doing this now. So I just started writing mad parodies to mad daft tunes and putting them out every week. And people were still sharing them, people were liking them and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it started to become a wee routine. Every Friday I'd release a tune. And then uh, as time went on, people were just starting to get into it and that kind of thing. And it was, it was doing alright then, I was getting new ideas to try stuff. And uh, as it was, it was coming, just before lockdown, me and my pals met like, and uh, we went out for a pint. My pals, dad he'd just died, so we went out to get like, a wee pint after it. And uh, not, you know that day, but like, during that period, and we were sitting, and I remember it was in the Village Hotel, it's uh, no far here, and, is it, as far for here, and, uh, it, uh, far for here? I fucking forgot where we were there, I was too intent, it's, in <laughs> it's just after the BBC Village, it's just no far from the town. Yeah. So uh, we were in having a pint, and it was just after a Rangers game, and uh, the guy for Rangers TV was like in the next booth, and he was doing like a, kind of an interview with somebody, but he had like a laptop and a mic, and we were like, look how simple that is. Like, I mean, we could do that, because we're sitting with a few pints, and it's solving the world's issues, you know what it's like? Of course So is- like, we could do that, so like, let's do a podcast. So Lockdown happened, so that got kind of put in the back burner. But in the time during Lockdown starting, I'd started to build a wee following. So for releasing my tunes and all that kind of stuff, man. So by the time it went... And was this
1: helping you, the guitars, making the breaks? This is, you're thinking, God, this is... My going to now, this well, is helping me. This is helping my anxiety. This is helping my addictions.
0: Now, well, this is the thing that's the see when I talk about when I uh, go into the guitar when I'm mm-hmm. in the band. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when I was like, I, I want to do this, but I fell away from yes. it when I was getting full of the drugs. So yeah. I I'd rediscovered it. Brilliant. So I'd, I'd found it again. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, ah, this is what I'm meant to be doing. I just I suddenly felt like a hole was filled, a void was filled. It's fucking brilliant. brilliant. So in the time, I think it was like March to August. Well, obviously, a lot Well, kind of deep into the lockdown to a degree. Then uh, I we were like, right, let's get together, then go and do a podcast. So we started after, this four days, and we just started recording a few trial runs, just sitting talking shit about anything. Then uh, eventually came time to put it out. So we eventually put it out, and uh, the, within the minute fucking, of putting it out, one of my pals is like, ah, mate, I can't have people seen that. He's like, cause he's talking about getting full of eckies at Tina Papi's Brown law and that shit, and then mm. he's got quite a good job, so I understand it. So, but at the time, he panicked, and he's like, ah, we need to take that down, I can't do it. So, all right, fucking took it down, and we, me and my pal were kind of annoyed because my pal produced it on, he waited to the minute it went up to say that. So he, we were like a bit miffed because I wanted to do it as well. Mm-hmm. So they met immediately. Him and that boy just went like, listen, you know what I do this. So it ended up me and my pal. And he, my pal was like, oh, listen, I don't want to uh, be doing the podcast. I'll produce it and you just be the man. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, right. Because all my life I'd always took up something and got interested in it, then patched it. Mm-hmm. And I always. With the fears put, and the usual stuff that comes up. anxiety, exactly, yeah. the exactly. fear of exactly. yes. yeah, yeah. what people think and all that. I've had it with this. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. A
1: million times before. Listen, are you doing the right thing? Are you are you best place to be sitting here talking about this type of look at the shit you done, Jordan? Who are you to sit here? Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's for the greater good. So on you go, sorry, Jordan. Good. What's there? That was a
2: wee. That was a concept, you to
1: start. <laughs> <talk.
0: Yeah. laughs> but, uh,
2: just, 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 just with Jordan was saying, just touching um, further on, but Jordan was saying that it is. That is a fear thing that when you're trying to put yourself out there, right? You, you you think well, you want to. It's what your family think, or what you think, or what you think are going, or what I've your family going to think about you That's and your one. friends, mm-hmm. right? And when you think about them both. You'll do fuck all. Aye. Right. Aye. If you patch them, not patch them, but just don't forget because they'll tell you you're doing you're fucking off your head to do something like that right or you're starting say you're starting a business or a podcast or whatever you're off you're off your head to right, so leave your job you. and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so your family and your friends are your, your worst critics mm-hmm. right if you can get over them right and think i'm going to do this right everything else For usually them. works out yeah.
0: uh, of course i feel as well as he the the more worrying the ideas are, the bigger they seem. Your head means the better the idea is. It's like Bum, I, I find that it's, it's, it. it's mm-hmm. that fear is called like resistance. That, it's resistance because uh, I remember somebody saying to me like I've spent all my life uh, worrying about what they think, but um, at this point in my life, I'm still trying to figure out who they are. Because yeah. it's on the head. It's like you imagine yeah. like like the cavemen back in the day going out to hunt his first animal. Mm-hmm. You still having all these fears like, can you sure you can hunt? no you can't fucking catch nothing. But he went and done it, and then as soon as you do it a few times, I'm you're like, sure. I can mm-hmm. do this. I'm mm-hmm. the man. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'd really geared up in a lot of things. that like, I'd get interested. I'd done a bit of boxing when I was like 15 done it for like, a year, then patched it and just went. Like, I haven't I've tried. I turned my hand. I maybe got to a certain degree of uh, skeleton and patched it. Little <laughs> so hiddenness, pardon me. And my head, I'm a fucking failure. This and that thing. So. When it got to this stage of the podcast i was like i'm no gain up in this i'm no i'm i don't give Good. a fuck it's like this is one thing i'm gonna stick to it so and i quite like the idea of being the, the guy in camera not i mean that ego thing not i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the main guy because mm-hmm. when there's four years in a podcast we each other it's hard to get a word in and plus it's easy to let somebody else take the conversation away whereas the the nonsense the, the is on me today so i like no that idea, idea. so uh, i just started doing it man then i people started taking to it then uh, i was actually enjoying i realized how much I actually enjoyed speaking to people. Because uh, it was like a drug to me. So I realised that as well, man. Let's like, see, times I'd ha- have a podcast, like, I can't be asking this a day and all that. Hopefully they cancel this and that. Like you coming a day, I mate, like fucking bastard, man, he's coming. So stuff like that. But then I'd go and see within the first 10, 15 minutes of talking, you're like, it's yeah. like you settle. It's, it's, That's it's a massive buzz. Even we do By the podcast
2: after when you're talking, but see after it, and then you kind of reflect to that podcast, it's
0: it, you lift like fucking
2: up, <laughs> <it's> brilliant, and <laughs> then you just take nuggets from that podcast and you can't you can't stop talking about it you think when's the next one Aye. when's the next one and if, especially
0: yeah. if you want it's quite inspirational it's got a lot of pure motivational message. you're like i want people to hear this no yeah. of
1: course mm-hmm. of course that's my big thing that about it so when, when you're listening and back like there's so many snippets of the podcast that were have done previously it's even one of them somebody just that is sitting, neighbour to go, think there's no other option, other than to take the rain life, or whatever that looks like, and that's Monday morning, whenever it is, and they pick up a podcast, and they hear drop, And there's one snippet in there, that they go, I'll try that, and it stops them, it gives them another 24 hours, another 24 hours, something can happen, that gives them that, pick up that guitar, get like, like go that walk in nature, jump in that, that gives them that buzz, that they can then, kind of, no pick up the usual, coke, whatever it is, and go to that, go to that, that tool to, I, you've got
0: I can introduce somebody a new way of thinking, and that's all some people that's need. That's it. That's all it's just that we inspiration I thought because it's and it is, it's the relatability when you look at somebody. It's all one thing looking at somebody and going like, ah, he's amazing, he's on the telly, he's doing dynamite because he came for this, but that's but how he, he's doing dynamite because he's this and that. I'm not like him, I don't mm, come for mm-hmm, that area. Mm-hmm. But you see somebody that's came for the shit, they've been through it, know I mean? Like, ah, well, mm. he's the same, could as have me. been you, could have been yeah. sitting in
1: the same room as you, could have been in that cell at the same time and look at Jordan and that. That's what John Dunn did, that, and that You See that? That's what makes it. Whenever I get the doubts, and don't get me wrong, they come, but are you best placed to be sitting here using this as a platform? Mm-hmm. But when you get that and, and you get that realisation, you're doing it for the right reasons, you're going to be helping out, you're gaining it back, you're gaining a platform for people to set, a, a, a community of listeners to really get the tools that are needed to get through life on a fucking daily basis because it's hard, it's all hard. Mm-hmm. Doing podcasts hard, jumping in cold waters hard. Taking cocaine's hard Exactly that, that get, Sleeping in's hard, it's all hard Choose your fucking in hard Aye. That's what
0: it is you're, you're totally right, you're totally right And see, uh, I talked about choosing your in hard It definitely is, and see I fucking forgot what I was going to say I was going to actually make a point there And then I fucking fuck, totally choosing lost my train your of your was Choosing your in hard Playing the guitars hard Aye, playing the guitars hard <laughs> I, I totally lost my train of thought I fucking forgot what I was going to say there, The thing man. is,
2: it's, it's all like, like, like What you were saying, Jordan I mean, about About How hard it can be And certain things right or or having that motivation to 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 do something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether that's going to the gym or doing a podcast or or whatever that may be but just having that kind of i i'm going to do something i'm going to do something the thing is it's affecting whatever i was talking about mental health right it's affecting the community i mean I want to get into the community you know and i mean i don't care about uh, anything else just your local community right and helping them mm-hmm. right? because they can
1: relate to guys like us
2: right jordan Nobody,
1: nobody's talking like you don't get into a house like, i've never been in a gaff and there's three guys sitting talking about mental health mm-hmm. no, no, no i know that that's, that, why... that, that, that's never gonna fucking happen yeah do you know what i mean so that's why this is that, like, if this is the only place that people are able to hear it and say, like, I'm no daft, I'm no, like, fucking ashamed of how I'm feeling, because, of, then, then that's the best fucking But I can it. help
2: these people to talk about it, I think, and that's Aye, why we're that's, using this platform to do that.
0: Definitely, see, that's what I was going to say, I just remembered there. So it's talk about finding your purpose, I find, because, see, what my definition of purpose is, it's something that serves somebody else. It's not just you, or it's it serves somebody else, it serves the greater good and see things like this, it's like, that's what you keep coming back to, see when it does get difficult and you're struggling to get by, you're struggling to put in the time, like, this is getting hard work, it's coming back to that purpose, wait, this, is, this isn't just affecting me, I might save somebody's life by doing this. Mm. So that's where you get that motivation and that fuel for And we're living at a great time, see where. So as much as social media can have its faults and that kind of thing, it can have, it's good as well because you don't need to go into, like, fucking mainstream telly or Sky or whatever the fuck is on the telly to hear these stories because a lot of these stories wouldn't they make it on the telly because they're not somebody that's famous it's no the papers having they picked up and that no, we can we decide mm-hmm. what stories go out there and because we are representative of the working class the people that don't really get their stories told on the telly and that exactly. or where, where it's mainstream accessible you yeah. know what i mean it's like there's no limit to what can be said. There's no, there's no dilution of the content. Know what mm-hmm. I mean, you're saying how how you actually feel. You kind of go and like, fucking it's I real, don't know. It's you kind of go on Good Morning Great Britain and say I'm fucking about to kill myself. So I've been taking too much gear and that kind of shit. It's like the note, the guy that know What no, I mean, but it's, this is the thing. That's why people were struggling before because they were looking at these people and it's like fair play to them, celebrities. That? They not they wouldn't talk about their drug problem because they couldn't because they wouldn't get work because then they would be a black mark against their name. So it's like oh, he's perfect. He's doing amazing, but it's like these podcasts is a great opportunity for people who actually come on and say listen this is where i'm at or this is where i've been this is life this is real this This is this is
1: what's happening
0: that, uh, uh, everywhere, do you know what I mean? I used to think my mum and dad and didn't suffer for poor mental health when I was younger. Like, I used to think uh, it was only me who was annoyed, dad, they'd all fine. like, if your life looks already, you're doing amazing, you've got any reason to feel, no I'm like, ah, what the fuck, man, it just, right. that was the biggest realisation I ever had, that everybody does suffer. Of course or they, they. they at do, at some, some point, suffer. absolutely. Exactly, no yeah. matter how good you've got it, yeah. you know what I mean, people suffered, and I think that's what, another thing is, that's how I was fucking really selfish when I was younger, and I'm talking up to a couple of years ago, I was really selfish, didn't I, like, eat too much of a fuck about, well, people know so much didn't get a fuck. I didn't take any other people's feelings into consideration because I felt worse. I, I always felt worse. I was, I'm worse than you. So, no, I mean, I should get the priority in this. But looking back, I'm like, people are just going through their own battles. People are going through their own shit. Everybody's in the same boat at one mm-hmm. stage, you know what I mean? So that's what I realised. And that's what i try trying do. you obviously doing a great thing with the podcast, trying to get the mental health side of things out as well. And it is, it's getting people that's relatable. But also people that are almost like you talk about your big J now. that one. I mean, it's people that are... Maybe no famous, famous, but they're in the public eye to a certain yeah. degree. Mm-hmm. So they're out there. Like, some people look at my videos and think you're you look as if you're doing well and all that kind of stuff. And there's times I'm putting videos, out, I'm depressed at my nut. No, Maybe not so I've much recently. You know, I've really because to... uh, since I've gotten into recovery and you know, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm abstinent.
1: So let's speak just very quickly. Recover. So what you we were speaking in the way up. I wonder what is it? C A. What is it? You're you're in C A. C A.
0: So I went to N A first. Right. So the very first time I ever what decided I'm going to get after this I ended up in a bit it was a Sunday I ended up on a bit of a mad one it was a uh, ended up fucking it was a pop-up uh near me the hill end up with a few of my pals and uh, one of my pals said the charlie and that mm-hmm. man and it was like this is fucking banging strong stuff like rocket fuel State for like
1: flab flows uh, pablo's like, flip flow. like, rocket fuel <laughs> so
0: most people are like, rocket fuel i better take a wee bit less of that than usual i'm like he's mad grabbing in the toilet <laughs> battering out lines taking a wee line putting it in my wee subway card for the fucking later on all that shit it all night then uh went home and that, and I was working the next day and I fucking remember waking up in the morning, like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. But oh, I fuck yeah. this, I was, I planned that I was gonna go up to Bella and Barton, I myself, I was in my head. I was like, fuck this, I can't be dealing with this anymore. And then- So what was going through your head at that point? What thoughts, I Jordan? just woke up, I think it was just, fucking back here again. And the come down was just so bad at this come point. Down. It was just really bad. And uh, I was just lying in bed like that. As soon as I get up, I'm gonna go and do myself in. <laughs> fuck, I'm gonna go to work. So I eventually just dragged myself out of bed and just went to work. And it was weird, man, see, I was in work obviously fucked all day, but see, when I was coming home on the bus, I was sitting in the bus, and I started getting fucking pure anxiety, like, really bad. (sighs) I started, like, it flared up. It was like, I've just seen a lot of people run us, man. I was like, I need to get off this bus and when I got up, the bus had sloped at a set of lights, and the bus stop was just after the lights, so I was kind of like shaking, I need to get off this bus, it was just, I had a fucking... Oh, I feel like I'm feeling like was accelerating. New, it just,
1: it's running through me! Oh
0: man, my <laughs> he was accelerating, I've never felt in my life, so I got off the fucking, off, off the bus, and uh, it was weird, I started to feel uncomfortable in my own body, I, I was looking down at myself, and I was like, this doesn't feel like me, what I mean I felt detached from my mm, body I, I don't it. know if it's a like depersonalization or mm. something that's what it felt like I was like I was going home and I just I felt as if I did not I was I was moving it and it was like my horns. I was like are these mine it was a fucking weird feeling in it oh wow uh, so my my antidote was that I went and get a bit of green out someday. I was like I'll smoke a bit of green that'll sort of Pfft, he'd fucking pulled on a pair of rollerblades and went down a steep hill. that's fucking, oh it was mental man, so I, I done that then, I ended up getting a fucking, I hadn't took Valium since my Valium days, and I was like alright, oh, a sure Valium, oh, it was, my pal, he, he did little fucking, some Valium, or fucking whatever the fuck it was, I say Valium, Valium say by name, by. fucking knows mm-hmm. what by nature, yes. so I took that, and don't get me wrong, it did kind of quell the, anxiety for a bit, but uh, the next day I was a pure arsehole arguing with cunts, you know, arguing with my pal, who was my boss at the time, shit like that, just been a pure mm-hmm. dick, and then the come down fucking hit us, it was bad, man, and I was like, I oh, know what fuck, I can't be doing this shit, I'm just going back to the way, I'd tell myself I came all this way, I was just regressing, I felt so, that's when I went to my first CA meeting, I went to, it was in Castle Milk, got a the bus there on that man and walked in, and uh, my anxiety was just through the roof in there. It was just a pure, total new environment, because everybody was so welcoming. Mm-hmm. I walked in like you're a newcomer, and everybody's like shaking your horn, like, well done and all that. But you're sitting, talking, and I could feel the anxiety firing up. I just, it was something about it, man, and it, my, my mindset at the time, like, they go, they'll do a bit where the room shares, and they'll go, like, somebody will share their story at the top table, like, this is a person that's a uh, beat of the addiction. they're they're clean as such. We share their story like where where they started where they're at now it can inspire people then the second part of the meeting like they'll ask the last of people that are sitting there if they want to share anything but they say is like, right uh any newcomers we would urge them to to speak that oh, signed up like Jordan grabbed the grab said, the guitar <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funny guitar- you should yeah. say that oh no would not been as bad what i say i know it's like when uh, this is how in denial i was man seeing i think back see hearing some people in meetings now man i'm like clint must have been like what the fuck is this cunt on so he was say like if, you say, oh, my name's Jordan, I'm an addict. And that's you, that's you need to say that before you say it. You don't need to say it, but that's yeah, what you yeah. say. So uh, I, I was like, my name's Jordan, I'm a, a recovered addict or something like that. Cause I thought I was I, I was an addict, I used to take it every day. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting going like listen I made amends to cunts I used to take it every day. I'm not even as bad now and all that kind of shit. Cause that way I wasn't I wasn't was seeing anything in common with people around me. Like there's guys saying I've took smoke crack every day. You know, I'm I'm not smoking crack every day, I'm not like him, mm-hmm. so I must not be an addict. So as soon as the come down subsided, that was me off. Never went back. Oh, well, never went back to that same meeting. Then, uh, obviously, when the next come down came, I went back again. Then it was starting to become a, a rigmarole, see if I rip the arse or two, if I end up on it and that. Because I said to myself, I was like, I ah, know what, I'm not touching gear again. I'll just take a wee acid whenever I'm like, going on it. So I started experimenting with psychedelics, just try to change something for her, And I was like, ah, this is me, go to this sorted now. And I started going down that route. Tried DMT, you know that kind of stuff. And I thought that was the answer. It was like this is the answer to life. This is what us humans are meant to take. Mm-hmm. This shit grows it Oh a shit, man. But, uh, but there was times I would end up on it, and I'd, I'd end up in the gear as well. Something like that. This hasn't stopped Nothing. See every wee solution. I thought in my head it was null and void because I was realising that. So there's times after that, I come down. I'd end up going to a meeting, then as soon as I come down, went away. I'd, I'd patch be back again. And, mm-hmm. So the first meeting I went to might have been about. 2019, end of 2019, see, uh, see when I say I'm fucking, I'm fucking up my dates here, see I said I worked at SGB, I think I started in 2018, that is, that's, that's doesn't matter, doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's, it's it's, 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 story, John. Uh, aye, but, uh, so, I said about 2019, I went to my first meeting and uh, locked not that happened and I kind of never, they were laughing at, kinda, I didn't even know that I didn't bother with them, and it was probably about last year I started dabbling, what year is this? 2022, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm losing my dates, right, so. To that point, I was like, I'd, I'd go to the odd meeting, then it was, uh, I'd go to a meeting, then maybe go to a couple, then as soon as I come down, went away, I'd patch it. But last year, I started seeing this bird, and uh, I was really into her, she was like, just the female version of me, funny and all that, pure, nice looking and all that. No bigging myself myself, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I ended up, and this is one of the ones I was into her, so I was like, pure mad for her, but, so... She stayed in Edinburgh, so it was one of the ones it was a bit of yeah, a fucking she seeing each other, obviously we had to pure set dates to see each other, which is fair enough. So I was kinda into her and that, and I remember I'd been seeing her for a few months. And uh, I ended up I had a gig. So I was doing like rap music at this point. I kinda changed the kind of music I was doing. No change, it just started trying something new. So, uh, we had this gig in Edinburgh. Now, I went to it, and uh, obviously, I'm turning half bottles and that. And I'll just drink tonight. I had green on, I was I'll just drink and smoke. So, somebody's whipped out a bag of gear. I'm like, you some. Fuck so, I shit. end up the Charlie, man. And I uh, end up just bumped into this mad bird there. And she was obviously into this. And I end up, when I went back to Glasgow, she came up to mine. And obviously, whatever happened, mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I woke up immediately, like, for that, but a come down. Like, oh, fuck, what have I done, man? And it's like, I'd always said to would myself... Come,
1: see it, sorry John, see every come down at your having for that point, where they getting worse, are they getting fucking more horrible you see mere, every time I'd, I'd I did a come it. down, I was
0: like, ah, that's the last come down yeah, I'm going to have. And, and, then I, would, again you're and fucked I would implement it, yeah. this strategy, whatever strategy it was, to make me stay out of gear. So whenever I'd wake up, there'd be that extra, you've done it again. So they were gradually, everyone was getting, I'm, I'm going to end up doing my selling, because I kinda get after this. Yeah. So uh, that time I woke up, I was like, oh, fuck. And uh, I was like, ah, I'm just telling her. I kind of I sit with her after doing this. So uh, I told her right away. Then obviously she kind of finished things and that kind of thing. And then I was like, ah, I kind of, at that point, I kind of really doubted myself. I was kind of questioning myself because I'd always said, the first time I've ever done that, the last it like, went with somebody was involved with something. Mm-hmm. And I always thought about cunts. Like, why? How do you do that? You're a like, fucking idiot if you do that. No, it was my opinion of people. Then I was like, I've done this. And But when I woke up sober, it was like, with ah, the f-, It was like looking at a, a fucking. Different person that's
1: mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. it,
0: sorry. So uh suddenly I didn't trust myself. Cause I've got a lot of things that I did say like more like morals that I wouldn't do. So when I actually done that, I was kind of like, ah, right if I've done that, fucking what else am I capable oh, of? Well, I mean, that's when mm-hmm. I started to kinda uh, kind of get the fear. So I immediately I just went like fuck it, I'm getting in this recovery, man. I'm getting half of it. So uh, I'd met a few people in the recovery time end up quite pallowing them. So I knew a bit about it. So I went to na narcotics anonymous at first and uh, I went to that but at the time I was microdosing psilocybin mm-hmm. so I was like this will keep me off it yeah I start my teeth thinking I need to take something to fucking I need to take drugs to still have drugs <laughs> I mean that was my mindset so I was going to that and uh, I was going there I was going to meetings and that but as I say I wasn't doing it right and uh, I lasted 10 weeks I didn't have a sponsor or nothing so you get lot like, of sponsor they'll take you through the 12-step program oh well, so when you go, you get help Nah, so you yeah, get a sponsor, good. but any is quite different. It's like, any you need you need to strike up a, a relationship with somebody because you've got to be burning your soul to them, telling them oh, all of course, your yes. shit you've mm-hmm. done. So mm-hmm. you want to pick the right person, but I wasn't really I don't know, I was going to like one meeting a week, so I wasn't really getting enough time to get to know people and that. Mm. So uh I done ten weeks in that and then I end up fucking back puffing the green again. End up smoking green, because I had that be hanging my head, see, right, gear's useless to me, it does nothing for me. But green, I can smoke a joint and play the guitar mm-hmm. and I can write tunes yeah. on a head. So uh, I started puffing again, and it was like, before I doubted I was an addict, because I was like, these cunts are all fucked. It was honest to God, like, the minute I fucking smoked a joint, it came back with a vengeance. I was like, I was like a fiend. It was mental, that's when I was like, I was like, smoking out of control. Like, before I would smoke, see if I'd been half uh, it, the green for a period of time, then I would start smoking again, I would smoke like a ten a bit a week. I was going through nearly enough a fucking quarter of a week, R- right away. I was like, as if I've never been half it. Was, it was insane, and I was starting to get pure paranoid, thinking I was going to go schizophrenic and that. But I, uh, I was starting to listen and hear sounds out in the street and I'm like, did I hear that? Shit like that, then I was like, questioning myself, like, mate, where's the enjoyment in this? Wow. What am I doing? I mm-hmm. so I was starting to get paranoid as fuck, and then it was just getting worse. I was eating a purrish. I've always, I used to have pure bent teeth, right, up until I was like 20, and I get braces, so I get straight teeth, and uh, so once I get straight teeth, I've always worried about my teeth like that oh, fucking, so since I, when I get stoned and that, I eat a of shit i can't control my eating i mean crap mm. so i'm like, i'm going up losing my teeth i'm going up going do alias. this is this isn't it and plus as well as i said the podcast i haven't gone for this. when i'm stoned i'm very content to just sit in my ass and do nothing no motivation I no mean? nah, motivation no nothing so i'm like ah this is what i would convinced myself when i was after i was like ah, the green used to be such a benefit to me then that's when i realized i was like this isn't worth a fuck. Mm-hmm. so that's when like ah, fuck it I'm getting back into recovery, so I ditched all my shit. I tried it so many times, I'd go and... I'd give all my own shit to my pal and all that. Like, That's my it. and the next day I'd phone him, like, oh, can I come and get that? <laughs> so I was like, oh, just bend it all, give my, the rest of my shit away. I was like, oh, don't even give me that if I come near you. Then uh, I go back into the meetings, but uh, I ended up... I was looking for a sponsor, and I think I spoke about it on uh, my podcast. I said it somewhere, and uh, somebody messaged me and uh, saying, why don't you ask this guy James uh, to be a sponsor? Basically James, I had, to, I had him on my, on my podcast, so he's quite big on recovery and trauma, how trauma uh, affects uh, addiction and that kind of stuff. He's been clean 19 years, and, I was, uh, and I'm quite proud of him. What's and his uh, name? James Dockery. Right, I wasn't sure so because of anonymous <laughs> side, I wouldn't mean, yeah. say his name, he's been on podcast, I'm sure he wouldn't bother. No. But, mm-hmm. uh, so he's been clean 19 years, so somebody says, why don't you ask him to be a sponsor? And I was like, light bulb moment, I was like, why the fuck did I not just ask him? So I asked him and then he's like, right, right uh, he phoned his, he's like, right, so what fellowship yet?" And I was like, oh, fuck no, he's like, "All right." So, so the way it works, like NA, CA, NA, is Narcotics Anonymous, Cocaine Anonymous, Cocaine Anonymous, they both did it 12 steps, but they did it differently. So he's like, right, the way I learned it was through the big book, so that's like the big book called Alcoholics Anonymous book. It basically... It's called Alcoholics and Cocaine Anonymous, but it's for alcohol and cocaine and all other mind altering substances. Mm -hmm. So it covers them all, but I was under impression on Narcotics Anonymous. You need to go to that because I'm smoking green, I'm doing this and that. But he's like, no, it's just a name. So I was like, right. So he's like, I'll be a sponsor. So I'll take you through the steps. So we started that. I've been my sponsor for just a month. I'm actually meeting him day. Brilliant. And since I've been half, I've no drank since that day, 1st of July, last time I drank, took gear. I've been totally abstinent. Nearly two months, two months at the end of this month. Jordan, good Green, stuff, mate. Get there, that, my man. See, good since stuff. man, see, that's what they say. Like, uh, recovery promises you yeah, life beyond your <coughs> streams, man. It's like everything's been gone right my way. For instance, like, this is sounds mental, right? See, I was needing a MacBook, right? I've got a MacBook, but I've got a 2014 refurbished one, and uh, I was needing to get. I was, like, I want an upgrade to like the the MacBook Air, so mm-hmm. it's like a grand laptop. Mm-hmm. But my, I've not got a grand, and uh, my finance, my. Credit shite, so I was calling, I was like, how am I gonna get financed? So I was contemplating, I asked my mate to get out and financing mm-hmm. her name and then give her the money, but I was like, oh, f- I don't want to do that in case I end up losing a job or something like that. And I was kind of like that, because see, tried editing that Mac, but I've got, it's a fucking piece of shit, man. It's so slow. So, uh I got funding, obviously, through uh, Sonny governing and that, so I went and ordered two cameras. I'm not going to say where, in case I get stuck in. <laughs> I ordered two cameras, and uh, the way it was, it was during the Royal Mail strike. So, the cameras get sent out by Royal Mail, or they get sent out, Royal Mail picked them up and Royal Mail was going to deliver them, but they picked them up as two separate orders. So, they went to the depot, the strike happened, then it was like a week later, one gets sent out and I was expecting it, right, this has got to be scattered because of this, there's got to be a heavy backlog of fucking deliveries. So I got one, one day, and I was like, ah, right, just waiting on that one. And the next day I was like, ah, door went post, I'm like, ah, my camera. He's gave me, he's like, ah, the box is quite heavy, mate. And then I've got it and I've opened it there's a fucking MacBook Air in it. Visualisation is the key, man. And I'm like, ah, what the <laughs> fuck? And I was like, where the fuck, these cunts have sent me this MacBook. I was like, what the fuck? So is something? that the exact same one you were wanting? The exact yeah. same one. Wow, wow, and then wow, obviously wow, they fucked wow. up, and then somebody's like, ah, go and sell that, and then you can make your money back. But then I was like, ah, wait a minute, man, surely. They've no meant this and that. Then the next day, door goes post again. here's your camera. So oh, I got the two camera, and a MacBook. That's so that's another thing as well. Visualising and me. That see if, yeah. if I ever is doubted someone's looking after me. That's what I was like. Nah, this isn't it. This shit is Brilliant. real. Brilliant. I love this shit, it. This shit is real. Then uh, the other day, I, I, I booked my theory test. They were like December. So last month, last month I booked my theory, somebody was in work telling me they booked the theory, and I was like, ah, because I'd done my lessons before, but lockdown happened, and then I fell away for it, and I wasn't working, so I didn't have money coming mm-hmm. in. And then, uh, so when that came back in, uh, I have ended up, and she said, that this woman I was working with, I have ah, right, fuck it, I'm going to book my lessons, and I went and looked, put my theory, sorry. And uh, when I've looked back, when I tried to book it, fucking last time, I, I think it was last year or the year before. It was that it was such a backlog you were having to go down south to try and get a test yeah. and all that, and then mm-hmm. you had to download an app to see uh, if there was any Marta. cancellations. I now, so I just patched it, and I went and looked, and they had availability for tests in January. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just booking it in January man, then that way if I book it, it'll light a fire under my arse. It mm-hmm. gives you the motivation to get your but fucking so, studying done. Aye, uh, well that's Russia. it man, but the full time of the Christmas holidays, I'm, I'm kicking back, so I didn't start revising it last week. My theory test was a uh, what day's it today? Saturday. I think it was Wednesday Past Might have been Wednesday Went up and passed Yeah Fucking past it and I stuff. was like I visualised I'm past this, I'm past this And I went up and I was sitting Right before I went to the test and I was doing all the mock tests and that See when I went to and did the test It was the exact same questions It was like I was I was Are actually Are you suspicious. into the secret <laughs> or like The visualisation I'm into the law of attraction right. I've never read the secret Nah
1: no. yeah. uh, Do you have I, a vision board? No, what's that? I see, you'll see it in the lawyer tracks have have Like it. like you'd have put your Mac, you'd have went into a catalogue, got a MacBook po- uh, picture and posted it up in your vision board so every yeah. morning you're waking up you're seeing what you're wanting. Oh right. no, no, so no, i uh, need to start doing that, don't yeah. get wrong. I, I
0: got up every morning, and I write my affirmations and my goals, what feelings mm-hmm. I'm grateful yes. for and write mm-hmm. my goals for the day. So you so
1: see as soon as your feet hit the ground, I'm big in affirmations, big in gratitude because... As you said, I'm used to waking up the same as you, three minutes in, and anxiety takes over me. Who right. the hell money, to, what have I done at the weekend? Shit, 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 shit. Mm-hmm. See, it, that will never get away from me, Jordan, mm-hmm. that anxiety. However, I day what you day, I've got keys and tools now right. in my locker. That as soon as my hit I hits the flare, I need to go, right, my boy's in the next room. He's healthy, he's fit. My daughter, fit and healthy. I'm walking her eyes and see that we fucking hang. Sets your day makes a no, difference. Maybe not going. to Your day's still going to be fucked up. Whatever else your days are like, but it's a tool that you use. that makes that wee bit of difference that allows you to fucking get your plays on. I yeah. yeah. totally right. That. Totally
0: right. So uh, that's another thing I realised as well. It's let's like, see. MacBooks. See, I know getting MacBooks, man. Gee's a fucking motor, man. <laughs> <Get out laughs> I passed my
1: test. I've got the fucking Range Rover <laughs> stuck
0: up. I've Range Rover all that. No, you must like, like, like Range Rovers, uh, mate. Like bro, fucking uh, right. Yeah. I hope the fucking universe gives <laughs> me uh, That was a. Uh, but, aye, so, when, i done a documentary, I just released it obviously about the, the Luke Mitchell murder case, so I went and filmed that, that was a pure, after the whim thing, i done a podcast with a guy called Scott Forbes, It was a, a lawyer that wrote a book on the case, basically saying all the inconsistencies with the police and, uh, and their, their actions and who he thinks done it. So i did done a podcast with him and it done decent views, a lot of people, a lot of engagement, a lot in the comments, he said to us, let's do a documentary about it, I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll do a documentary, so, uh I went to do the documentary and uh, I tried to get somebody to film it and then it was coming one of the ones, it was fucking, it was costing a bit of money and just couldn't find the right person. And somebody's like, listen, I'll film it for you, but you'll need to edit it. And I was like, I can edit it. So I was like, I like the challenge, doing it? So we went and filmed it and then uh, I, I was, but last month I was like, right, i like to get this done for Christmas and that. But I've booked a gig to play, room 2, 3rd of March, get your tickets, get your ticket. tickets. So i booked a gig, right, and I had that, then I was trying to do a podcast every week, so I was sitting at uh, Christmas. I better laugh, be in the VIP. I'm turning my, The tickets are tickets are just can sponsor this. There we go. But I was sitting ready to turn my head out, I was like, this is driving me nuts, it was just, I was waking up and I just felt heavy pressure. And uh, usually mm-hmm. when I felt this pressure, I would like, smoke a joint, you'll be sound. But then, I remember one morning waking up and I just felt it a heavy attack, man. I was Mm -hmm. like, that's not an option to smoke a joint. So, that's when I had to realise, right, you're going to need to develop some sort of method to kind of deal with this. And then I went and sat back and I was like, right, wait a minute, right, so who's setting this deadline of having this documentary out for Christmas? Well, that's me. But like, they need these paying money, Need these fucking expecting a date. You're just one out for Christmas mm-hmm. so you can sit in your house at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realised, and I was like, right, so that's when I realised, stop thinking about everything in the future, everything you've got in tap. Just treat it like a huss. When a brick, he's looking at a huss. He's not looking at the house. he's looking at the bricks in front of him, and he's putting one brick at a time. You yeah. he know he's got a house. So I was like, just break and turn it down into a brick. So... I was rather thinking about, I've got to the gym, then I've got to go to work. I've got to do this day. I'm just gonna like, oh, go to the gym, do your workout, and just one thing at a time season's doing that has been so much easier, and see, that's the thing. I wouldn't have weed drugs. I wouldn't have been able to devise that strategy to deal with it. Jordan, yeah, I love it
2: mates. That's great. No, I mean, th- you've got some story by the way. Jordan Morgan, you of, get you back on by the yeah, way?
0: Because I, I don't know, point, it, but, but, but,
2: but
1: the setting, but it's been amazing. I can yeah, get, get used on mine as well, if I, Yeah, say. we can I, get. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah absolutely. We'll we'll defi- yeah, we'll yeah but your your
2: stories, no one is it's good. It's laugh. There's a lot of laughs, but there's a lot of seriousness about the addictions and that kind of stuff. If you could give one piece of advice. Tell our listeners, what would that be?
1: That are going through the same shit that same we've
0: been shit. through. Same yeah. And, and the addictions, the anxiety,
2: no whatever may be, it may be, mental health-wise.
0: Don't be afraid to ask for help, man. It'll be the best thing you ever done, man. As I say, the uh, small steps cover the greatest distance, man. Just take it one step at a time, just if you've got an issue. There's help there, man. Go to CEA, go to NA. Speak to somebody, man. There's always help there. Available, man, but it'll not come to you. It might come to you, it might present itself to you, but you need to be willing. That's so all it takes. Willingness, man. So if yeah. you're willing, man, it's possible. Brilliant, Jordan. One Brilliant. brick at a time. Be a builder. Uh, be in a builder. Jordan's
1: words, I it.
0: Be a builder, not a builder. Where all can, like. people, get yes, media, Where so, can uh, people
2: get you in social media, can
0: people get you in social media? On TikTok, get me at Fawaii F A W A I I underscore Hivo H I V O. Okay. I'm on my fifth TikTok account. That's why the name's fuck. Cause I need to keep changing names. No, I'm not trying to dodge tax or anything. But my dodging tax. But uh, Instagram <laughs> at Hawaii underscore five O, same as Twitter, Facebook, Hawaii underscore five O. Get me my podcast, premeditated par on YouTube. And uh, that's pretty much it, eh? Okay, mate, we'll put that I'll get in a the link links. to you. Link to you, uh, we'll fucking Hawaii through. underscore five oh. We'll get a link so we can do that. That'll make it, easier, that'll make it easier and say Jordan sent me a by and a pen <laughs> to try to catch you what I'm saying, know what I mean? Brilliant, Brilliant Jordan. Jordan
2: mate. any final thoughts, JD? No, just wrap amazing.
0: What, what a story can relate.
1: Honest, tip so brilliant, Jordan. Thank you for Thank coming you. on, mate. Thanks for having us, Help me, help me, and as I yeah. said, help listeners
2: Thanks, Jordan, mate. Um, for now, we are the Devlin Brothers, and we are real, raw, and relevant.